comes alive. We are. I could just hold that out all day long, but I'm not going to. We're back. Yeah. On the, I, yeah I didn't even get it out yet. On the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And we are sitting in the Mansion 2.0. Thank you again for your hospitality, Big Ugly. And we are here sitting one more time with C. M. Funk, I was waiting for you to cut me off. Oh, I'm sorry. Do a run-in. I was giving you the... I apologize. (laughs) It's okay. You're wearing a Spaceballs t-shirt, and that's okay. There you go. I haven't woke up yet, so... uh, You haven't woke up yet? Yeah. It's 7 p.m. What kind of time are you on? It's real early. (laughs) Early? Yeah. For CM Funk. Hey, welcome back. Thank Thank you for joining us. Always, always a pleasure. And you found the mansion 2.0 with 29 rooms, or how many rooms are in yeah, there? Yeah, how many you got? I got 27. Yeah, I got more than you. So it's 20, you know, 20, 20, <laughs> 20 you just got, and you just got more than me. Oh, that's how we're gonna play. But hey, you know what? We are joined by a very special guest. This is our WrestleMania preview episode, and there is a gentleman who is in the world. And he has a voice, and he also has an eye, and he also has an ear, and he's got everything all over social media and everywhere, and uh, he's actually starting his own television show, and we got him here. He is the one and only Dr. D, Daryl Johnson. Doc, what's going on, man? Welcome. (laughs) The story goes like this. I am very, very, very excited and pleased to be here amongst you guys, especially amongst you, my D-squared brethren, D-squared back (laughs) in the building, man. D squared in the house. That's what we called ourselves uh, back on the indie circuit. We still are, and we get together once and again, but... uh D squared, you like that? I CM like Funk? D squared. D squared. I don't even know what that equals out to. The math doesn't work, but it's it's just there. You can put whatever number you want. In there. D, D squared. D squared equals marketable. I think. Marketable. Ah, marketable. There you go. Such as me, the the original wrestling mark of X. Yeah. Yes, you certainly are. And we're going to talk about that because uh, you, we're going to have you promote yourself and tell us all about what you do and put yourself out there because we are putting ourselves out there, big ugly. We're blowing up. I, I just can't stop saying that. Yeah, man. The archives blowing up man i'm saying hundreds of downloads i love it hundreds of downloads into the thousands of downloads who knows how many partials but uh we appreciate you because we're on soundcloud itunes stitcher and tune in radio and uh we may may still be venturing podcast one big ugly you talked yes. about that. yes we did talk about that and i'm still looking into it haven't really figured out exactly how to get in there but Hopefully within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. you let, let me know because uh, we would love to be on Podcast One where people are and people used to be. Um, it, it's great because we're on our way to the 50th anniversary episode. This is number 47, Big Ugly? Number 47. So we got two more episodes. So probably at the end of May, we're going to have that huge Facebook huge. Live. Uh, huge. Huge, right? Huge. Yeah, very it's good. Be huge. I'll tell you what's huge. That's going to be huge. Every past guest, including you guys, are welcome to show up live wherever we're going to be. We're going to figure that out. Um, we're going to be on Facebook Live. We're going to be answering questions. We're going to be taking tangents. This is what we do. Doc, you're number 47. Here on number 47. <laughs> 47. You feel good about that? Just, 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 just two, two. Uh, episode shy of my real age, so I'm pretty. pretty I was gonna pretty say, good. man, you ain't. I say you ain't 47. You're 32 at the most. Uh, there you me. go. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's it. That's We're all 32 it. years old at the most. I tell uh-huh. you what, we are in the mansion 2.0. We're in the man cave 
Uh, this is not 2.0. This is just the man cave. This is what we're going to call it. The mansion cave. That's um, what it looks okay, like. the mansion cave. We got uh, Doc taking pictures and selfies. That's what he does, and we're going to post them all over <laughs> social media. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Doc, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, tell us how you got into the game, and uh, tell us where we can find you, and we'll have you do this at the end as well. Well, 10 years ago, um, even ten, even more than 10 years, um, I basically just had a thought of starting something that you know really took off and the thing is um, me having a of course being a longtime fan of wrestling um, I looked at all how all these dirt sheets and all these youtubers are doing their thing and I'm saying you know what I could do this I could do it differently and even better than than most of these guys are doing it so it started off with the myspace and then next thing you know me and my new Mac pro at the time and my new camera at the time said you know what <laughs> I'm just gonna take this everywhere so that's how that's how uh, the doctor devastation as as many people know me now the DOD um, has it. has always um, began his uh, vision and becoming uh, this multimedia conglomerate <laughs> slowly but surely <laughs> as you can see today. Yeah. But all because I've been a fan of this business. I love this business. And through this business, I got to meet uh, so many legends, so many Hall of Famers and become so many friends with everybody, especially uh, my family on the indie scene. Just like you, Mikey D. Yes, sir. And um, everybody, and they know who they are. Everybody uh, in, the, in the independent scene, on, up and down the East East Coast where I become acquainted with so and yeah and so it's uh, very rewarding even for my 10th anniversary to debut my new TV show Dr. D's Wrestling Showcase on DC TV um, that's the public access station in the nation's capital but mm -hmm. everybody can watch on www.dctv.org Man, and I, we're going to have you plug that again at the end. We appreciate you. We can also find you on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, yeah. on Chrome. You're everywhere, man. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. I'm trying to be. You know what I mean? That's what I like to see. And we're going to post a picture up on this uh, podcast that's going to show all that stuff. And we're going to tag the doc on everything. And we would tag UCM Funk. But uh, you're very social media standoffish. <laughs> I, I, I am. I'm not very social media. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. But you're not very social media-ish, is that how that works? Yeah, ish. ish. Oh, man, I tell you what. And uh, I tell you what. Uh, I tell you what, we're going to keep talking right now, and we're going to, uh, Doc, we, uh, we're going to welcome you back in just a minute. But uh, I tell you what, we're going to give you a rundown of what's going on here. Uh, the Doc's going to check out the Mansion 2.0. Uh, you hopefully, know, don't get lost. Right. Hopefully, this isn't <laughs> yeah, Chris yeah, Burns. Hopefully, he doesn't become the Chris Burns of the situation. <laughs> 2.0. Yeah. Hopefully, he's doing okay and not uh, back in jail. Hopefully, he hasn't broken his parole. That's right. He uh, was in jail. Can <laughs> you believe that? I can't. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to talk today. This is our big. WrestleMania preview. Uh, we're going to talk about all things WrestleMania. We're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver New Orleans. We're going to talk about the big WrestleMania in New Orleans. Second time in New Orleans in four years at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, right? Are you sure about that? I'm, I'm sure. It's not the silver? No, it's not the silver. That's okay. Hulk. All right. Hulk okay. said that about, uh, that's about WrestleMania 3. Speaking of Hulk. Oh, yeah, that was on my tangent list. Why don't you jump right in? So, rumor has it, rumor innuendo says that Hulk Hogan makes a return at least somewhere 
WrestleMania weekend. Yes, uh, I think it's all clear. The smoke is under the bridge, or the what is it? The water is under the water is under the water. Smoke on the water. What about smoke on the water? You ever heard of that? that, that yeah. That's a different song. That's a song. <laughs> yeah, it's a song. But uh, yeah, apparently that's right, Big Ugly. Uh, you know, it's just a matter of time now. Will he be an ambassador? Will he be a general manager? Will he have a active role? We know he's gonna, not going to be working. He ain't going to be in the ring. Oh, come on. I don't think uh, there's any big boots or leg drops left in this man. <laughs> he wants to, though. He said that. He wants to? He wants to wrestle Does he again. really want yeah. to shatter what's left of the, the new yeah. hips that he has? Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I don't see him. I, I would I would mark out. I would watch it. I would love it. I don't know. I feel he, like he could handle the boot. Probably not the leg drop. Thinking he, is, get he, might, be able to get, he, might, he might be able to get his Maybe if Hornswoggle leg. came back, he could get the boot up that yeah. high to hit him in the face. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe a short person. But I, I don't know. I love Hulk Hogan. I'm a Hulkamaniac. I would love to see it. And CM Funk, how about you? I, I, I would love to see Hogan just back. You know, I don't need to see him in the ring <laughs> wrestling, but I would love to see him back. Um, you know, stuff that happened, it happened. It's it's not, to me, it's not nearly on the same level as, say, a fabulous Moolah's, you know, checkered past or anything. Yeah, but, they named a battle royal after, and right. a couple days later, they yes, took it away. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see him back. I'd love, SmackDown general manager. Perfect you, role for him. Speaking of Fabulous Moolah, I mean, we can bring him back to Hulk, but do you think that the WWE knew that they were going to catch that? Like, were they trying to get away with it? Like, all right, let's see how, if we could, like, get away with it, or you think they actually just, like, didn't care about her past? I, I think they must have stumbled into it because Moolah's been on WWE television for a long, long time. She's a Hall of Famer. She was on there with, even long after, you know, Mae Young passed, uh, she was, she was, I mean, she's a Hall of Famer. There's no reason in the world why I even felt that Fabulous Moolah was a point of contention until somebody had to bring up something. And, of course, once somebody brings something up and they put it out on social media, it must be true. But whether it's true or not, Fabulous Moolah, she's a Hall of Famer. 26 years she was the women's champion. I mean, how do you get rid of that? I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, it's a hard case because I, I heard that, you know, she kind of used to abuse some of her students, um, taking money from them, taking advantage of them. Where was all this? the male Prost- Yeah, yeah. But where was all this when she's been on television for all these years? It yeah. just hasn't been brought up. Is this all just recent? No, I mean, <laughs> so I listen, I listen to Bruce Pritchard, and I mean, Pritchard kind of verified a little bit that, you know, she had a reputation for doing, now he didn't talk about the prostitution and all of that stuff, but she did have a reputation for taking advantage of her students and being, you know, kind of abusive, um, but I guess during the time that she was on SmackDown, you know, May Young, I mean, the internet wasn't what it was today, you couldn't really look right. into all of that like you can today. <laughs> But I'm just saying, you know, Fabulous Moolah, I mean, come on now. If they wouldn't have named the Battle Royal after her and did all those promo packages, even like two or three days later it was over. But now it's just a women's Battle Royal at WrestleMania, which is fine. And DeAndre the Giant, thank you for having that with the documentary coming down two days after the Battle Royal. (laughs) I mean, seriously, how are they not going to do that? Um, Doc, uh, we we welcome you back to the podcast. You know, you were roaming around the mansion 2.0. Hopefully you didn't get lost like Chris Burns liked to get lost in my mansion, but uh, that's all right. We were talking about the fabulous Moolah. Give us your take. You know, was it okay to name the Battle Royal after? Take it away. What's your take? It it, should have still been. That's that's my feeling of it. I mean, you know, sad to say, you know, with everything that's going on in the world with with uh, hush money and and all of these kind of things if y'all know where I'm going with that I feel you. after last night but my thing <laughs> oh my is my thing is right now you know it, it, what what they going to do with the trophy now 
because the because the trophy is already already made into fabulous Moolah's image. You yeah. Know, you, well, are they going to present still present it? To the winner at WrestleMania? I mean, come on. I don't know I about mean, the Moolah trophy. It's, it's, Maybe it's they'll still, change the top. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, you know, it, to me, it's still the Moolah Battle Royal. Just as they honored Andre, you know, Moolah will always be a, 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 the, the legend in women's wrestling yeah. in spite of. Because everybody has a past. You You're right. I mean, every everybody has a past. Everybody's you know, got a present these days, but yeah, it's all yeah, about getting past it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Go, you know, and and you know, it's a it's a tough time. It's a it's a tough time, and the thing is, when you are at the point where you're at the mercy of those that are uh, around you, in this case with Vince McMahon and mm-hmm. the board and the sponsors and so forth, you know what what else can what else can you do? Right. But but, but in the eyes of many, it's still probably going to be considered the moolah. Battle Royal because there there are too many of uh, too many of us fans, especially the women superstars and mm-hmm. wrestlers that still look up to Fabulous Moolah for what she has done for this business. I agree with you. I I, re- I really enjoy that. I hope that uh, we. I don't know if we're even going to hear her name during the WrestleMania broadcast now, but right. uh, you know, hey, I, I I feel you. You know, there's definitely definitely everybody's got an opinion, but we're all fans. We're not right. We're not yeah. wrong. Just saying. I'll, I'll, I'll finish I'll it. I throw it to CM Punk. You know, or CM Punk. I tell you, we're not right. We're not wrong. We're just quiet. That's, that's all right. We're just fans. We're right here on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast, man. We we love it, and um, this is a great time to be a fan of professional wrestling. No matter what you're watching, is a WWE, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, uh, the Indies, everything on the Indies, ACW, EWA, MCW, uh, and there's so many more out there. Can't can't wait, uh, Doc. You are actually. Speaking of uh, live events, you were actually in, what was it, Fairfax last night? Yes. Checking uh, out the WWE Live? WWE Live, March to WrestleMania at the Patriot Center. I still call it the Patriot Center. <laughs> it's the Eagle Bank Arena, technically. Yeah. But, um, Somebody got to buy it. Another, another, <laughs> another fun house show to attend, especially uh, for a smaller venue. Um, and the thing was, uh, you got to see at least uh, some of your main eventers and a lot of your uh, mid-carters that you probably haven't seen in a Wow. Like I was, I thought the uh, most interesting match to look at was the six-man tag with Sin Cara and the Ascension against Mojo Riley. Of course, Mojo is is the hometown boy there. Mm-hmm. Mojo Riley. He was with Primo and let me uh, the name. The other name escapes me. Let me Epico? pull it up. Uh, no, 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 it, no. That's the thing. It wasn't the Colognes. Okay. It was Primo. Because one of the Colognes uh, is gone, right? The other one is gone. I guess that's the one who's gone. Epico. Right. Epico is gone. Well, I it, didn't know that uh, Sankara still had a job. That, 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 that's, <laughs> the thing that shot, that's the thing that shocked yeah. me. Was like, oh, that's I a shoot. I didn't, know he, yeah, I didn't know he still worked with him. Okay. I, yeah. I'll be honest. The fact that you knew that one of the Colognes was gone is uh, like news to me. <laughs> right. I, I thought they were yeah. both. Oh, Mike Bennett. Mike Canellas to be exact. I know his right. wife is very pregnant, which is Maria, yeah. so uh, he's out there getting earning yeah. some money for the family. So, oh, so just to give him. you all the rundown. Yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, Hit it up quick. Uh, Bobby Roode defeated Jinder Mahal last night. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mojo Raleigh and Mike Bennett and Primo, they beat Sinkara in the Ascension. All right. Um, we have the Usos uh, B- 
beating the Bludgeon Brothers by disqualification. <laughs> and we also have uh, Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Baron Corbin. And Tyler Breeze uh, beats uh, Ty Dillinger. Mm. Very, 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 fun, very, fun, very fun matchup between the two. Yeah. Um, Naomi and Becky Lynch, they defeated Carmella and Lana with Natalia in the corner. That was a good match. And the main event was AJ Styles, the WWE champ, and the New Day, an eight-man tag match, defeating Rusev, Aiden English, Chad Gable, and Shelton Benjamin. Oh, wow. 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 Listen to that, and main eventers. Uh, yeah, there you go. I'll tell you. <laughs> so that's what you were saying before we yeah. went on uh, live here. We uh, we talked about kind of the uh, mid-card kind of getting opportunities to step up here right before WrestleMania. Absolutely. A lot of people getting, getting some rest. You know, but a lot of people on some of these main events in WrestleMania, which we're going to get to, uh, working hard all the way up to and including. Uh, so, you know, Brock's been working some house shows, even though he hasn't been on TV except what, one time in a month. Yeah, but he's still right, working yeah. house shows right. and working those minute-and-a-half classics. <laughs> <laughs> Suplex City a couple times and then you're done. But at least he's he's showing up. You know, you what, know I mean? what? But but Brock is like, he, he's gotten to that level like Austin. Like, you know, it got, it got to a point where it's like, you didn't really want to see Austin have a match. You just want to see him stun somebody. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much Brock. You just want to see him take somebody to Suplex City, give him the F5, and go home. And be out. Yeah. I'm telling you. Oh, by the way, let's put over burger cookies. B-E-R-G-E-R. I have one in my mouth right now. That's why you can't hear me. You can't hear me. <laughs> How about that? I can wave my hand in front of my ear. You can't hear me. Um, burger cookies. Corey Burger. Fantastic individual. Great referee. Veteran of the podcast. I'm telling you what. Really good cookies. Yeah, yeah very good cookies. Great cookies. Uh, I tell you what. B-E-R-G-E-R. Get them at any local supermarket and also check them out online. Yeah, Wegmans. Wegmans. Yeah. I tell you what, W E G M E N S. Wegmans. Is there a apostrophe in there? My favorite supermarket. I, I have no clue. Look I'm sorry, we're, we're pausing for a second. I was wondering where the phone was going to be in there, too. Hey, yeah. That's right. There we go. Man, I'll tell you what. So, right there on the podcast, we got Doc taking right. selfies. Um, Man. It's a beautiful thing that's going to be up on the page. Dirty Ugly mm-hmm. Wrestling Podcast 2018 on Facebook. Also, Michael Dells, Eric Murphy, we're going to have it up there. CM Funk, we need to find you online somewhere, yeah. somewhere. somehow. Maybe. It but could happen. But again, it might not. That's, well, it might not. You never know. Daryl Don Johnson, the doc, we're going to find him, tag everything. Yes. Can, can I just, a little tangent? Back of course to, you back, can. Back to, back to the live show and all. Yeah. A uh, uh, little disappointed. I didn't hear Kurt Hawkins' name um, brought up. Um, um, is he a Raw superstar? Yeah, I think, I think he's Is he Raw? Yeah. Yeah. This was I mean, this this was SmackDown Live. Okay, but uh, does it really matter? I mean, it's, <laughs> it is Kurt Hawkins. As long as where you can work. I, I'm just kind of curious. Where, where is he at now? What's the streak? That's true. because He's got a better streak, a more impressive streak than Oscar does at this point. Oh my god! I think it's been like that's yeah. fantastic. Three years since he's won a match. So. And, yeah, I'm they, just, they just were, curious. Yeah, they were kind of making it a point to put him on television losing matches, but I feel like they've kind of dropped it now. I yep. guess they can fill that anytime they need a filler on hour two to hour three. I mean, you right? Know. I, I, he might be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Oh, maybe he, that's where the streak comes to an end. <laughs> so does he win? Yeah. Right. Let's. I we're gonna know. throw that out when we talk about <laughs> WrestleMania. I tell you what. Yeah, we're gonna talk about hmm. all of that. Um, hey, I want to throw a tangent out there while we throw into the tangent. Uh, something that happened in between the last time we all saw you on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. I'm all about promotion, Doc. Yeah. You know this. Yes, sir. And, uh, a lot of plugging. <laughs> a lot of plugging. I mean, if you're listening to it now, you share it with other people. But anyway, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I clapped and you tapped, almost tapped. 
<laughs> almost but, um, tapped out. Yeah. But you almost tapped out. But let me tell you what. Oh, I got to tell you about something. I saw Black Panther yesterday. Stay Old on my. topic. I'm, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm thinking about tapping out. Let's talk about Daniel Bryan. No, wow. I finally saw it. But anyway, Daniel Bryan. So out of nowhere, like an RKO. It's just all over social media. Daniel Bryan has been cleared to wrestle. It's all over WWE. And then that night, first promo comes out of the box and shoots. And then this is really a shoot promo because he almost cried twice when he brought up his wife's name. Um, and he is cleared to wrestle. They point, pointed at the WrestleMania sign. They showed it in the in the focal shot. He said, maybe, maybe not, but whatever. But Daniel Bryan took a beating and gave a beating that night. So, what do we all think? Let's go around the table. Big Ugly, we'll start with you. Man, it's kind of funny. The very last podcast, I said there's no way they're going to let me. <laughs> you did. Yeah, I and remember then, that. I was going to say that. And then, like, the that. next day, WWE.com, Daniel Bryan is playing to Russell. Like, <laughs> I could have been more wrong. So, yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see him back. So, I guess, what, we're going to get a tag team between him and Shane and versus uh, that's what Zane I'm and Owens. But, yeah. I mean, hey. That's exciting, man. And I'm that glad leaves, to hear it. That leaves time for Shane to turn on Daniel and then yeah. them to have a feud program going forward. Well, the question would That's be... Manga, but the, anyway. The question would be, even though he's cleared to come back, do they keep him now? Like, do they take him out of that GM role, put him at, back on a full-time schedule, or do they just save him for special events, kind of like Shane and Triple H? There we go. Like that? Absolutely. He's going to be a featured attraction right. now, uh, in my opinion. CM Funk? Yep. Uh, no, He's up for the up movement. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree. I mean, that, you can't. You're, you're not going to chance having him in the ring regularly. You yeah. know, just to get concussed again. And uh, so, yeah. I mean, to use him like Brock or Shane or somebody like that, just once every big for the big four or something sure. like that. Perfect. And and you can have sell TV, tickets, it'll sell seats. Yeah. So perfect. Yeah. Doc, I'm concerned, and oh, the same concerned. way I've been concerned about. Angle and Austin, I'm very concerned about Brian. Okay. I mean, this is, I mean, compared to the three, Brian is of course the the smaller of uh, of those who mm-hmm. have dealt with the same neck injury. Yeah. I don't want to see him paralyzed. That's 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 the thing. I don't want to see him paralyzed. I know he I know in his heart and his mind that, you know, he still can do this and I wouldn't take that away from him either. But my thing is right now, you know, if I had to look at myself as a performer at at, at, at that capacity mm-hmm. with um, leaving out uh, as as he did on the top. My thing right now is, you know, I'm becoming a father. I'm becoming uh, uh, I, I still have a lot um, left as far as as far as finances go. Mm-hmm. You know, I would want to continue to focus on my family and still may make the appearances that I am as a GM. But you know, best wishes to him. But I, you know, hopefully, it's just like. CM Funk all, uh, just said that, you know, maybe in a feature role capacity and, may, and you know, looking at Mania, I uh, hope he just works as uh, safely and light as he could possibly can. That, I mean, you said it's safe, working safely. He's got to change the way he works, man. He can't be taking all those risky bumps outside the ring and he all that. He took a powerbomb on an apron by Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, that, in the yeah. first In the first night back, yeah. I, I mean, I was every everything that he did yeah. up until that, I know he can take a bump and he can sell his ass off. Yeah. But... That you just yeah. can't protect yourself because, for that moment. And I mean, it's I'm just sorry. right. It's just a fact that you know, once you get a concussion, it's easier to get more. Sure. So he has to be careful. I mean, they might not. They might say he doesn't have post-concussive disorder, but that doesn't mean he won't end up with another. Right. One if he's not safe. Yeah. Um, I mean, I th- I think the big thing with this is the next that, big thing. 
It could be the next big thing. <laughs> Sorry. Right now, it's uh, it's the big thing. So well. he, he was going to go wrestle somewhere. He was going to be cleared. Oh, yeah. Whether it was Ring of Honor, New Japan, any of those other places. So, you know. To, WWE kind of wanted to. Yeah, they wanted to capitalize. They, they want to make that money so, off of him. And right. keep Daniel Bryan so, from going elsewhere. Right. right. And once he's cleared, they're gonna, you're going to let him do almost anything that he wants to do at this point. Because otherwise, he's still going to walk. You know, right. and, it's not, and go somewhere else. It's but. not a bad strategy business wise, but you got to look at it like Doc said and everybody else yeah. here. You got to take care of yourself and you got to be careful. He's one of those performers that will jump off the top rope and throw a flying headbutt without thinking about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he's he's got to change his style a little bit. To at least protect yeah. himself. If, yeah, if he wants to prolong his career in the ring, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and prolong everything that Doc said. His right. life, you know, is becoming right. a father, and these guys got responsibilities. And Bree, you know, came back in the Royal Rumble for that one shot, but I don't. She's not coming back for any kind of long term deal either. She just became a mop, so it right. ain't gonna work like that. But hey, that's cool. I was happy to see it. It was a nice, emotional, heartfelt promo. I was happy to see him start the show. Him end the show. I fast-forwarded through a lot before in the middle of that, but, <laughs> I, and I gotta put this out there one more time. Uh, I love Asuka, I love Shinsuke, but the language barrier with the promos mm-hmm. that are being cut yes. is a big problem yeah, for me. Yeah. The build for both yeah. matches is not happening for me. You feel me? Stop I know the matches the are gonna be right? great, but the build ain't working. Get off the mic. Get off the mic. Right. 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 Yes. Yeah. yes. And they don't they don't need to talk. I feel no, like they don't. we have the expectation that they're just killers, so to speak. Especially Oscar. Absolutely. You know, um and Shinsuke, I mean Shinsuke did. That's his little finger and his little movements and you know all of that. And he I mean that's with the body motions. Right. He exactly. don't need to speak. Exactly. Right. And especially when they're going against two people that can talk. You know, AJ Styles can talk. I don't I wouldn't say he's the best talker in the business, but he can talk. Yeah. And Charlotte, she's got the gift. Right. I mean, come on now. Let them do the talking. All Shinsuke needs to say is knee to the face. <laughs> and that, that's it. He's good. And all Asuka needs to say is nobody ready for Asuka. Right. <laughs> and however she says it, nobody ready for Asuka. Um, hey, you know, Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We're going to take a break in a minute so we can filter into this Hall of Fame NXT takeover. But first, before this break, let's talk about the main event of Raw about a week ago. Let's talk about the ultimate deletion. Let's talk about... Uh, let's talk about this in in the sense that I enjoyed the crap out of this. Um, And y'all nodding. Uh, I believe it. This was so entertaining. What TNA did, so months and months and months with this, they upped it 10 times (laughs) and did it, and they can do it again. Um, gotta, Gotta believe that there was a big hand in this from not only Bray, but Matt and Jeff, who showed up. So I guess yeah, this man, little was dope, man. did get this little DUI thing happened, and I guess that didn't stop Brother Nero from coming in and saying yeah, he yeah. was gonna, you know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, well, the Uso just got a recent DUI. They ain't do nothing on him, they so I got, I got WWE <laughs> He's like one hey, of the main eventers right. on SmackDown. He ain't yeah. going nowhere. We got we got people assaulting women, so DUI <laughs> leads to our problems. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. I tell you what, and and Jeff isn't the superstar right now. Matt's the superstar, even though Jeff can roll into any role and be okay. So ultimate deletion. Loved the camera angles. Loved how this took up you know three full segments. Uh, love that it told a great story. Love that they're incorporating Senior Benjamin and and uh, Vanguard One and even the the Lake of what is it the uh, Lake, Lake of Reincarnation, of Reincarnation. Yeah. And, and and all about the Hardy compound. Loved every second of it. And they left it hanging for something else because apparently, which we didn't see on television, the lantern popped up in the lake. 
Oh, after Bray Wyatt went into oh, it. So okay. huh. this was a WWE.com exclusive. Right. So somebody cut the cameras off too quick. Well, <laughs> yeah, they put that <laughs> they little thing at the bottom. Time. I mean, yeah. they got they got time to roll, but they yeah. need to add that little social media at the end to get that expectation. So let's go around before we take a break. Let's talk about the ultimate deletion, Doc. Let's start with you, man. I'm gonna tell you this. Um, Matt Hardy, who is a friend of mine, and, awesome. and, and the thing is, I've always been a fan of everything that he's done, mm-hmm. especially when he became V1. Um, I would say that it is very rare in this um, line of of story in this uh, line of storylines mm-hmm. <laughs> that. Uh, someone can still keep his character and his story going the way Matt Hardy has done from TNA mm-hmm. and uh, Broken to now Woken. And the thing is, with the fact that we have seen him and Jeff uh, be able to take uh, their storyline everywhere and win every tag team title that they uh, managed to hold from TNA to Ring of Honor to even MCW to even WWE. Yeah. The thing is, they fulfilled everything that they said they was going to do. And the thing was, I've seen it even then when Matt was the Octa champion holding like eight <laughs> titles um, in every promotion that he's That done. don't happen he's, unless he, you're Mexican. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He's one of the... And now Austin Aries is doing it. And, and now Austin Aries And my girl, doing. Casey Carlisle, uh, that's, that's inside for me and Mikey D. That would be a whole different podcast. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Women's, <laughs> women's, ep- women's episode uh, coming uh, in May uh, for my wrestling show. Ah, uh, Doc. There right. you go. There you go. So that's another plug. But back to, <laughs> back to Matt Hardy. Um... Probably one of the greatest businessmen you could possibly uh, imagine right now. And the thing is, with how he had escalated with with Bray Wyatt, which mm-hmm. was pretty much of a dream match, looking at sure. how Matt Hardy had the ultimate deletion with Jeff uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. and we kind of seeing something similar, if you remember, with Wyatt Family and New Day. Sure, you know, it's like it was no, no, it was a no brainer that when the Hardys had returned, that we was going to see eventually Matt and Bray mm-hmm. uh, with their similar uh, dynamics uh, clashing together, and and Ultimate Deletion was just amazing. Love it, just amazing. Love it, CM Funk. Uh, yep. It's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 just entertainment yeah. at its finest. I mean, you you you're like enthralled as soon as Matt Hardy comes on the screen now, and like you're just waiting to see what nonsensical thing he comes up with that just captivates you, and it's been wonderful. And it that I mean, he revitalized his career. He revitalized Jeff's career. He's in the process of revitalizing Bray Wyatt's career now. I mean, <laughs> that is challenging. I, I, right, right. I yeah. mean, it's... Love Bray, but he's been stale. This I, is working. I have not cared about Bray Wyatt in, like, two years, <laughs> and I finally care about him again. Like, I'm actually excited finally. to see where he goes, where they take him with this um, th- with this storyline and all. It's just... Are the handcuffs a little less tight on Matt with this, or do we see Jeremy Borash signature all over this. I, I, uh, I think eh? it's, I would say, I think it's a, a lot of the group that worked on it at TNA yeah. is working on it again. Even sure. um, even Matt's wife, I mean, Reby, I mean, she's yeah. she's involved she's a with it. Too. Right, yeah. she's involved yes, with she it is. full on, too. You know, I mean, I heard she was doing a lot of the camera work Good. and all that, and, you know, with I think she was controlling Vanguard 1. Or, How about that? Uh, so, uh, That's not but, real? Uh, That's, it wasn't controlling then, itself? Then, um, <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> apologize. Next you're going to tell me Santa Claus ain't real. Uh, <laughs> Come on, uh, man. I, yep. 
<laughs> no, but I feel I feel like it's it's not overproduced at this point. I feel like it's just enough when the Matt uh, promos come on to tease you, even if he's not live. It's just enough to keep you gripped, and then they blow you away with something like the Ultimate Deletion. And how do they even capitalize this on WrestleMania? They don't put the two of these guys in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I think they have these guys doing backstage segments that may even be filmed long beforehand, that they're going all around New Orleans or all around the Superdome uh, or, or New Orleans itself. <laughs> so you get it? It's not the Silverdome. Yeah, yeah. But, um... I feel like there's so many places where this can go. Yeah, Big Ugly, did you see the Ultimate Deletion? Uh, I did. Did I they thought... cut half of it off on Hulu? <laughs> no, no. I actually watched it uh, live. Yeah, I didn't watch it on Hulu. Uh, good, yeah. because I actually caught that part of that would have yeah. been terrible. But yeah, anyway, that was ahead. all I caught, actually. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, but no, I thought it was great, man. It's like we've seen WWE do this uh, kind of thing with Bray Wyatt twice with the New Day yeah, and yeah. with Randy Orton. Randy Orton. But this one was executed, and I think, that ju- I think it's because of Matt Hardy. Like this, you know, doing this kind of match, it works with that Hardy gimmick. Yeah. You know, just like it did in TNA. Um, I love the entire, the only part that I didn't like that I thought was hokey was there was a part where they were like, uh, where, I don't know if you remember the graveyards were, and then they did what you call a speed ramp and they started like racing around and Bray Wyatt was like peeking behind. I was like, all right, that's a bit hokey, but it's all right, but I still loved it overall. It was the Gaga portion of this yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, I wasn't sure how that fit, but it worked. I yeah. actually wasn't uh, too big of a fan of the lawnmower bit when they got into the garage where the other ring was and then he was like looking at the lawnmower but looking at the other way looking at the lawnmower and then he was like alright whatever I'm just going to get on the lawnmower yeah. and drive over <laughs> like Bray Wyatt <laughs> I was waiting for the the, the, the squash or the, the noise or something like that yeah. and then Bray showed up I was like ah again hokey but it it, but it, it worked out. Yeah. Right. And I, I feel like I'm really intrigued now, by the way, ended with Bray Wyatt going into the Lake of Reincarnation and them yeah. not being able to find his body. Because now, you know, just to see if Funk was saying about uh, revitalizing Bray's <laughs> career, which is funny. Does Bray become <laughs> broken now? Right, or exactly. does Bray become woken yeah. now? Yeah. Right. Or right. just do something to freshen his character. Absolutely. So um, I'm excited to see where it goes. Because I was actually getting, um, you know, a little tired of their few because I didn't really feel like it was doing much. But after this ultimate deletion, was, I'm excited for this. It was a way to lead back up to this. And I think, yeah, their feud was getting... Wasn't sure where it was going, but and I thought this might have been something for WrestleMania, but I think they'll have more for WrestleMania, which we're going to talk about later in this podcast. Uh, we have been talking for quite a while. Why don't y'all take a break? Go get yourself some vitamin water. Get yourself some sparkling ice. Get yourself some Deer Park water. Go to Burger King, but listen to the podcast while you're going to Burger King. And then grab burger cookies on your way back. Please do, at, at Wegmans or wherever else you want to go. And we are going to be right back with more of the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Big Ugly, why don't you take us in the break this time? Um, and you can catch Raw and SmackDown on Hulu. Back on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. What? Hey, you got it. Eventually, I'm going to hear it every time, and I just wait. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And we are sitting here with CM Funk. And also Dr. D. That's right. And we're having a good time talking about all things leading up to and including the road to WrestleMania. I got a tangent right now. I just saw Braun Strowman on TV on Hulu. Uh, it was just enough for me to say Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss. 
I love this. I, I don't want to just, I want to ask you guys, it's come from the Mixed Match Challenge, which is some interesting pairings and some storylines. I love this. Let's go around the table. Let's start with you, CM Funk. Uh, you know, I'm really tuned out on the uh, the mix match challenge and all. Uh, I didn't even but, find out from that. I found out from other ways. But go ahead. But um, the pairing of <clears throat> Von Strowman and Little Miss Bliss has been it, it, it's fun. I mean, you know, they're they're both probably the top performers on their brand mm -hmm. in the male and the female mm -hmm. divisions, and yeah. they got them paired together, and they're more over than anybody else. So, so it's a lot of fun. I mean, I I, I enjoy the pairing itself. But to be honest, I haven't watched any of the. Did you hear about so. the story that's happening between the two of these guys? No, have I not. haven't heard anything. Doc, you know uh, what I'm pretty, talking pretty, about? Pretty much, you know, from looking at the mixed match challenge, they could really go somewhere with this. And the thing is, when you see that dynamic between Alexa and Braun, uh, we see that, of course, Braun is digging her, but <laughs> Alexa, you know, is kind of, uh, kind of leading him, leading him on, some, somewhat. But she but, pulled him by the beard during that match, <laughs> and she was gonna kiss him, mm -hmm. but then she got uh, Braun got knocked away, and then afterwards, when yeah. they were cutting a promo together, when they, uh, I don't know if they won or lost their match, I can't remember because I'm tuned out <laughs> on the mixed match challenge, but um, Braun was like. That kiss was going to happen. I still want it to happen. You know, something like that. <laughs> and then he was going to go and lean in to kiss her again. And then some fan, quote unquote, came up and asked for Alexa's autograph. And she was like, yeah, I'll give you an autograph. So it took Alexa out of her heel role. Mm -hmm. She gave an autograph to a fan. And this whole chemistry between the two of them, I want to see that on a main storyline. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I really do. I, and I, I'm excited to see it. And uh, this mixed match challenge is good for social media, uh, it, but it's kind of it's kind of where two hundred five live is right now, which is kind of just falling mm. on the back burner for me. Yeah. Uh, even though you know we do have a cruiserweight championship match at WrestleMania, which might be on the three and a half hour pre card, but we're going to talk about that they, in a minute. They, they did that in honor of Jam and Jason, didn't they? Jam and Jason, right? <laughs> I mean, he started this whole He's probably wave writing letters on, <laughs> on Dirty Ugly Wrestling. And Jam and Jason knows what's going on. Shout out to Jam and Jason, by the way. We're going to have you back on the podcast real soon. Um, He's keeping 205 alive. That's what he's doing. Um, oh, by the is way, TJ gotta, Perkins still? Yes. Oh, okay. He sure <laughs> I just hadn't seen him in a while. I got a present for y'all. So uh, I'm not going to throw him. I'm not going to throw him. Wow. But uh, I tell you what, I got uh, New Day pancakes here. So I'm just going to sit them really? right here on the table. Oh, uh, you God. know, and these are, these are New Day pancakes because when it was a new day, I made them. And, uh, well, actually, i got to give a shout-out to my girlfriend, Chris, and she actually made them. I, I, she brought them to me, and uh, they are. I've had more, but I ate them. So, <laughs> phenomenal stuff. Uh, New Day pancakes it's for, uh, for all y'all who heard the pop on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. <laughs> New, New Day at Awesome Con this Friday, by the way. Awesome uh, in Con. In D.C. Check nice. it out in D.C. I'm going to tell you, they're all over the place and uh, we are excited for yeah, feel free there's three of them here I had mine on the way in so <laughs> y'all feel free take a pancake um, it's gonna be alright so we are sponsored by Pancake there you go he got the pancake CM Funk has got a pancake how is it why not pancake exactly I, I'm not. I was interested. We were talking about this actually. Uh, you know, when the New Day throws out their pancakes, I mean, do the fans eat them? I mean, how sanitary is that to be in a wrestler's hand uh, and then throw them out? I don't even know. I don't want it after they've started wrestling. If they come in like out the locker room, you know, out the uh, out gorilla, maybe it might be all right. Yeah, it might be all right. 
All right, so let's. Uh, and also, let's, it depends on where Big E is pulling him out of, too. <laughs> well, yeah. He had him stuffed in his right, singlet yeah. there a couple times. But you never know. Hey, it's uh, it's a new day. Um, I was going to bring it out right when I was going to do that intro, but, you know, we just went off on a tangent. So that's what happened. Hey, you know, let's talk about something. Let's talk about the Hall of Fame that's going to be in the Smoothie King Center wow. right next to uh, the Superdome in New Orleans. I believe this is on the Friday night of WrestleMania weekend. Yes. Um, so they kind of switched up a little bit a couple years ago. It was Hall of Fame on Saturday night, NXT on Friday night. But since NXT has become such much a bigger animal now, um, they're doing that on the uh, on NXT on the Saturday, Hall of Fame on the Friday. So let's talk about the class. I, I think the class is pretty set in stone at this point. We still have seven to ten days left to go to WrestleMania, but we got Mark Henry, who was most recently announced. I'm so happy about this. Good for him. And he's also announced that he's retired, too. Which, you know, yeah. it was coming. It yeah. was a matter yeah. of time. But uh, love Mark Henry. It's really quiet. quiet 22 exit. years. 22 years. That's a long yeah. time. You feel long. like he's been in the business since the mid-90s. <clears throat> is, he, is, he, is he the longest besides Taker? Kane's Kane, been in there since the mid-90s. Be, between him and JBL. Okay. okay. All right. And JBL yeah. was JBL in came in 96, too. Okay. Yeah. That's right. And he hasn't, I mean, I think he, not officially, but he's, I would love to see JBL come back and close on somebody to hell. Let's mm-hmm. stuff like yeah, that man. But uh, long, <laughs> long tenures, good for him. Hillbilly Jim, um, fantastic. Long overdue. Long overdue. Extremely overdue. Uh, he's been an ambassador for WWE for a long, long Ever. time. Oh, wow. Is, uh, is that where Hulk Hogan maybe comes back? You think he would induct? Yes, he Hillbilly? Would. I, I, Hillbilly I, I wants him yes. to. Doc yeah, say? Yeah, yeah. Hillbilly, Hillbilly I mean, wants him that's to. That's, a, no, that's a no-brainer. That's yeah. a no-brainer. Nobody <laughs> could um, bring bring him in the Hall of Fame than Hulk. I, I see Hulk was pretty much uh, Jim's mentor. I feel so. you. And, and I say I love Hillbilly Jim. Uh, I think he's... Again, like said, long overdue. We got Kid Rock going into this. Uh, oh, Doc choked on the Burger King. Uh, so uh, let's just get this out of the way now. Doc, how you feeling? Why not Cindy Lauper? She was in WrestleMania one, I think. WrestleMania one. I, I, I'm not really understanding. Was this a contest between the two, or was this how, how did this come about? That, that's that's the mystery of this whole <laughs> uh, thing with the Hall of Fame uh, process. We at least know the requirements of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, but <laughs> as far as the WWE Hall of Fame, um, well, who knows? Nah, there is no requirements. Just, nah, just, it's just like, who's it's on? Like you hear you hear through interviews that. That somebody gave him a call asking and so forth, but that's all you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how the heck Kate Rock uh, get in over Cindy Lauper and so many other celebrities? I actually uh, went. Go ahead. I was gonna say when I first heard Kid Rock, first thing I thought of was why not Fred Durst? Right. Let uh, over the, yeah. <laughs> oh, let go. Right. Um, I, I, I associated him more with. Undertaker. Uh, and I, I, I would say. I mean. I, I think. I. You mentioned Undertaker. I think that's the only reason Kid Rock's going in. This yeah. Year, this so. has got to be something where it, it ties into the theme of the Undertaker coming back. I don't know if the Undertaker inducts Kid Rock, but it all has got to tie yeah. in one way or the other. And maybe yeah. Kid Rock plays him out. Absolutely. Yeah. We I'll need always, a live performance. I've always liked the Big Evil, and to to an extent, the the biker gimmick, mm-hmm. uh, especially. But when it came to the theme music between. Uh, biscuit and um, rock and rock and the roll the rolling really yeah was the amp absolutely yeah, the you know rolling I mean? was it man. that was the amp yeah. you know what I mean because yeah. you know I, every now and then when I play back Undertaker and Kane when they were really the brothers of destruction yeah when you heard that music the place 
went nuts. Yeah. yeah. You heard that you, you heard that pop better than mm-hmm. you did with um with Kid Ross. Yeah. Yeah. And take it would come out there all fast on that bike. <laughs> yeah. that rolling. Man. Yeah. Too yeah. fast, actually. I was just yeah. listening to the Bruce Pritchard podcast, and they were talking about Undertaker coming down the ramp at WrestleMania 19 in Seattle and how some guys, when they're using the vehicles, you know, come slow and start breaking down the ramp, but you got Taker speeding 0 to 60 yeah. in five, you know, 5.1 seconds, and he's taking those turns around the ring. You know, people are jumping out of the way. Yeah. Taker don't care, man. Yeah. He's the Undertaker. What are you going to do? And he can control that bike. So Yeah, yeah he knows how to ride. I feel you. Um, we got the Warrior Award. We got the uh, the gentleman uh, going in. I, I can't remember the name. I did not write it down. Uh, you might have it right there. Uh, Lil JJ, Funk. I guess. It's, yeah, it's like little JJ. Little JJ. Jarius. Jarius Robertson. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. Um, J, double J. <laughs> the, for, the, for, the second yeah. double J that's going to be go. inducted. Uh, that's cool how I like Spend the <laughs> That's great. Um, we got the, the Warrior Award. I like it every year. I'm glad that they're using... Um, not only the warriors, you know, essence and presence, but they let Dana Warrior and her family still be involved. Right, yeah. um, you know, so him coming back for the one shot deal, uh, getting you know the Hall of Fame and then a WrestleMania moment and then coming out on Raw and then passing away 24 hours later, mm-hmm. it's not being lost on anybody. And I, I love it. I, he was always my favorite of all time, yeah. and I'm a big fan of the Warrior Awards. So, kudos to that. And let's talk about the other Double J. Jeff Jarrett. That's J E Double F. J Double R. E double T, yes. Here's another one that's long overdue, but I mean, he's been in and out of problems, in and out of issues, uh, in and out of the wrestling world. As a matter of fact, you've um, got to you got to have one recovering alcoholic every year going to the uh, WWE Hall of Fame these days. Wow, sorry, that's was strong. That, was that? I apologize. <laughs> that's strong. So what does that mean? Does that mean Jake the Snake and Scott Hall induct him? I mean, come on. I've worked with both of those guys, and they were uh, they were they were class acts. They were definitely individuals, but they were class acts. Um, so, tell us your theory of who you would like to induct Jeff Jarrett into the Hall of Fame. All right, yeah. So, the last time I was on the podcast, I brought this up, and I'm still holding firm to this. But, gosh, do I want Kurt Angle to induct Jeff Jarrett <laughs> so that we can – let me see if I can get this right – so we can have the Karen Jarrett Angle Angle. Or, no, the Karen Angle Jarrett <laughs> oh Angle. <laughs> again, yeah. I, I, again, it writes itself. It, does, it really does. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Jarrett is a—he was a great performer in the ring, uh, and in any company he worked in, he was a great promoter in the back. Uh, he also was a great agent. Yep. Uh, he had great mind for the business. So this was a little interesting. I wasn't expecting this one as quickly as it is. I think there's other people possibly more deserving on a quicker basis, but I'm I'm okay with it. I love Double J. I'm okay with it. Yeah, if you if you base it on his entire career, he's, oh yeah, he's a he's there's a somebody who's been in the business famer, a long so. time, Doc. Yeah. You know, a long, long time. Let me tell you, especially this right his now. family. Having the chance to interview him a few years ago when Global Force yeah. uh, came to Indian Head, Maryland, it was a uh, pretty pretty uh, nice treat to just uh, shoot the breeze with him. And the fact is, um, it was kind of surprising to me to see that he. Uh, got inducted, but the thing was, you know, after everything that he's been through for creating TNA, and my thing is right now, if there's somebody that, you know, speaking of which, CM, that I would probably uh, would like to see uh, welcome him into the Hall of Fame, it would be AJ Styles. Okay. It would be AJ Styles. That's you're interesting. Talking about, you're, talk, nice, you're, yeah. ta- you're talking about uh, somebody that um, you pretty much uh, saw um, as one of the founders of the TNA roster. Yeah. Uh, for right. his career to have gone the distance that he has, and and even right now as the WWE champion, I mean, 
AJ always uh, credited Double J for his career, so I would like to see uh, AJ Styles induct him. I like that. Yeah, and we used to watch point. those pay-per-views on every other month or so at yeah. uh, nine ninety nine or whatever, the six-sided ring from the Impact Zone. Yeah. Entrances, heel, yeah. entrances, face. I mean, all of that was Jeff Jarrett's idea, yeah. and it went to the moon. That was like one of the biggest things in the world of pro wrestling. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, we kind of skipped over it. Who inducts Mark Henry? Anybody? Um, I know that they said he had someone in mind, but who could induct? Um, I mean, Ron uh, Simmons? Ted Long? The Rock? He used to live with The The, Rock. The Rock? I mean, that would be Uh, interesting. Maybe The Godfather? Okay. I can deal with that. D-Lo Brown? It might as well be The Nation. All of them. As a whole. I would like to see The Nation I would pop for The Nation That would be dope, man. Yeah, I love this. And especially with Black Panther coming out. All right, I'm going to go back to that. I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you get back to your tangent on Black Panther in a second here, but you no, go ahead. I, I know I it just dawned on me who's inducted Mark Henry. The hand, his hand. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. I mean, there the hand is. has to be grown up, and now he's right. a teenager. He is. I think he, he was one. The that hand guy. made an appearance right. <laughs> with, with Mae Young. He was. She was holding his hand. Oh my literally. god! Like, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Holding his hand. Um, you, no, I, it just brought me back to uh, Black Panther. I'm, we talked about Black Panther in one of the other podcasts. I just want to say. Yes. It was a fantastic movie, and, and there was a fight uh, between you know the supposed king and the actual king, and and then when the heel won to set up for the face you know comeback later on, and he actually there was some tapping out going on uh, <laughs> when actually the king won his first fight when he had the uh, looked like more like yeah, an yeah, Oscar yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on, and 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 yeah. the guy tapped out. He was like you know surrender or what did he say? Tell him to surrender or yeah, yeah, he said something like that. And yeah. he you know he tapped your out. Your people need you. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was like looking up. He's like your people need you. Don't. Let me kill yeah, you. Yeah. Anyway, fantastic movie. Love Black Panther. Moving on. <laughs> um, Ivory uh, getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and yes. also by Molly Holly. Good choice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she got a big pop when she came out for the, uh, for the Royal Women's Rumble, Royal yeah. Rumble, and uh, love to see Molly Holly. Both of them, actually, both of them worthy of being inducted into the Hall of Fame at this mm, point. Yes. So, um, love that. That's fantastic. We had a little tangent about this offline, so let's talk about the Dudley Boys. Uh, getting inducted by Edge and Christian, which is kind of got to be a little surreal for Christian not being in the Hall of Fame himself <laughs> at this point. Right. Um, but very good. And CM Funk, why don't you tell us about the tangent that you said? Yeah. So, before. so one of the things that's kind of being uh, kind of skated over by you know the general public is uh, Bubba Ray is the commissioner of Ring of Honor right now, <laughs> storyline wise, and here he is going to be at the Supercard of Honor in New Orleans the same week as mm-hmm. WrestleMania, yep. and going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. So just uh, thought it was kind of strange and <laughs> weird and odd, but very cool all at the same time. So, and uh, Velvet Sky, uh, I can't remember her actual name, but Velvet Sky and Bubba Ray Dudley. Yes. They are. I'm getting my picture taken right now. <laughs> You're actually on. Oh, I'm on video. I'm sorry. Oh, he's on video. Video. I was like, wait, are you taking my picture? And I'm. Sitting. We apologize for the pause. Uh, <laughs> I don't usually do that. I don't usually freeze up. But let me tell you something. Uh, Dudley boys going into the Hall of Fame. I like it. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I wish that both of the. I wish that Edge and Christian and the Hardys were inducting them. But. Ed and Christian's cool. I feel you. Christian has to go in next year. Oh, yeah. Agreed. He has to, man. Christian, like, I, I mean, mean... This is crazy. Yeah. It, Christian yeah. needs to go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, and uh, I tell you, <laughs> there's so many people, and we talked about this with you, Doc, and CM Funk, and the Big Ugly, even Jam and Jason, we talked about. Like, there's... And we, talk, we don't know how they choose these people. But, um, you know, the year, we get eight main card Hall of Famers. 
Um, one tag team usually, one woman, one celebrity, one big main event name, and that's Goldberg. The headliner. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still on the fence about that one. I love Goldberg, but a Hall of Famer over some of these other people. And he's being inducted by uh, Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman. Yeah, which I thought was weird. I was like, when I found that out, I, I was thinking that you know Eric Bischoff might induct him. You know, I don't know Vince, but I was like. Bischoff, I was thinking. Yeah, Bischoff yeah, seemed like the obvious more like choice, obvious yeah. choice, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, or you know, or somebody from WCW. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, Paul Heyman seemed like a weird choice because, to my recollection, Heyman never managed Goldberg or anything, right? No, no he always, was just in so, the story with Brock against Brock, Goldberg yeah, right. for that six so, month uh, deal. It's that's that's very odd. I, I don't know if he made that choice or I, I don't mind the impact that Goldberg has made on the professional wrestling business. I'm okay with it. I get it, but Hall of Fame yet. At this point, I, I don't know. I think it is that impact that has yeah. that's what has catapulted him into the Hall of Fame this year. Plus, his run was so over last year. I mean, that he was, was he was completely over with yes, the crowd and everything, yes. and it was just it was fantastic. The writing of those stories were just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, so uh, but I think Goldberg deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he to me he has a name a lot like the Ultimate Warrior. Sure. I mean, you look at the Ultimate Warrior. His career wasn't very long as far as the mainstream WWE goes. Sure. I mean, it was only a couple of years. He was pretty much in and out. But the impact that he made. But the impact he made. Yeah. Same thing with Goldberg to me. So, uh, the other thing would be, it, you were saying that like maybe Goldberg wasn't ready just yet. Um, if you don't put Goldberg in as a headliner, what other headliners can you think about? Because I can think of a lot of guys that deserve to go in, mm-hmm. but maybe not headliner. So, do you have somebody that you think could actually headline? I mean, there there were a lot of names that that could go in. I mean, you could put factions in, the NWO, DX, you know, a faction could headline uh, the Nation of Domination. We just brought that up. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but as far as headliners, I think as Goldberg has been a headliner ever since he started in the business, you know, he didn't take very long and he was up there. So, I, I don't mind it. I'm okay with it. Can I ask a question? You sure can. Does Ken Shamrock go into the Hall of Fame? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I think he should, but his, his impact on the business was a little bit different. Uh, and he's still trying to have one more UFC fight every now and again. I, I, I no, no, I don't think so. Very, okay. very interesting that you bring him up because yes. uh, I, I just heard about. Um, one of his interviews that he had did about why he's been uh, petitioning to come back to WWE, but they have um, not returned <laughs> any of his calls, if you will. Um, but uh, I think a lot of what he's saying stems back to uh, things that he had um issues with in regards to him and Triple H. Mm. So um, uh, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you look up uh, the recent, I guess, interview that he did, uh, he speaks on, you know, um, his issues with Triple H and that may be uh, part some of, kind okay. of a reason why he's not back in WWE. Okay. Okay, well, that makes sense. I didn't know he had, I didn't know he had issues with Triple H, but now uh, that uh, makes yeah. complete sense. I would think that he would have some issues with some people. That makes <laughs> sense. Uh you know, anytime he lifted a steel chair, anybody hit him right in the face. So, um, I tell you what, it, it's been a great conversation about the Hall of Fame. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see who's going to be inducting everybody else. It's always a fun night, um, just as long as you don't have it go five, six hours, which is always a possibility. I mean, I think they learned their lesson with Ric Flair, right. <laughs> who went over 90 minutes, and Triple H was standing there the whole time. Although, you know, they always have the cane 
button that they can push. You know, when Mr. T starts thinking his mama <laughs> a several hundred times. And I'd also like to thank his and mama. Don't just hit the cane button. That's all you got to do. <laughs> hit his music, hit his hit his lights, and have him come out and he drag you off the stage. Um, I'll tell you what. It's a Hall of Fame. I'm excited. So uh, anybody got anything else to say about the Hall of Fame before we move on to our next portion of this podcast? Induct Cindy Lauper for Dagwood. That please for the, for the doc and for all of us. Induct Cindy Lauper. Um, you know uh, who? Who's next? How about you? You know Alice Cooper, who's another WrestleMania moment. Uh, you know, person. He's actually playing King Herod in the live version of Jesus Christ Superstar, which is going to be on NBC on Easter Sunday, April the first at uh. night. So Alice Cooper, even though he was only one one two times in WWE, he deserves to be there. Maybe he'll induct. Cindy Lauper when she finally goes in. They were friends. <laughs> over, over Wendy? Uh, well, Wendy Richter, yeah. That's it. Well, she yeah. should be in the Hall of Fame already, too. Well, so. Wendy is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, sorry. Okay, so she is. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> but anyway, well, Wendy, okay, I can dig it. Uh, CM Funk? Um, Tybo? I, I, I agree with uh, Dr. D there. Uh, Cindy Lauper is long overdue. She probably should have been the first celebrity into the um, yeah. Hall of Fame all Feel these years that? ago. But, um, yeah. I'm sure it, it will happen. I'm sure there's some sort of political thing in the background that's... Hey, Drew Carey went into the Hall of Fame. Donald <sighs> <laughs> Trump is in the Hall of Fame. Our president of the United Your States. President. Your president. <laughs> what about Seth Green? Why not? He's hosted Raw a couple times. Right. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman, sure. yeah. He had one of the best uh, celebrity appearances ever yeah. on Raw. What about um, that other dude who faced John Cena on New Year's Day? What was that? Uh, Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline. He's no. one. He's no. one and zero no. against John no. Cena. Come How on. about no? <laughs> it's okay. He's Dang. he's undefeated. I know. He's he, got the streak going. He beat John Cena. K-Fed over John Stewart. Are you <laughs> oh, John Stewart. Why not? <laughs> what he interfielded in two SummerSlams. Uh, Rodman is he in the Hall of Fame? Uh, no, no. not yet. <laughs> he would be in the Hollywood Hall of Fame. Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> Only one person inducting him. What about Pee Wee Herman? Uh, I, I, I was thinking the same. Bob thing. Barker. Bob Barker. What's her? Uh, yeah, Barker. Yeah. You know what? What's her name? Uh, the older lady from the Golden Girls, Betty White. Betty, Betty White. White. All of the people that guest hosted right. Monday Night. Anybody Raw. that's a celebrity. Other than Kid Rock, Hall of Fame. That's it. No. I don't. I, I, yeah. Kid Rock. It's got to be all. This is all political background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's got to be. Yeah. Let's talk about TakeOver, and then we'll take a break and talk about WrestleMania, because that's going to take, like Chad said, 73 hours of, uh, you know, I don't think our podcast can go that long, but, you know, we'll see <laughs> on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. But NXT TakeOver, New Orleans, um, we have a card that we looked up, and uh, <laughs> because it, NXT is so far behind on television that uh, it's all been recorded and taped already, so you kind of know where it's going, but you got to wait for the pre-tape to watch it. So this is what we found. A non-sanctioned fight between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. This has been building for a year. These two have awesome chemistry together. They've had it on the Indies dock, yep. um, whether they be together or against each other. And I'm looking forward to that match, honestly, more than anything on the card right now. Wait, how's Gargano back? So Gargano, uh, apparently, this is since this is non-sanctioned, He's because he's been uh, fired. He's been let go. But this is non-sanctioned, so this gotcha. is not a WWE or NXT match. Gotcha. This is just a fight that's happening at Takeover. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> in a WWE ring. Right. And yeah. then on Monday Night Raw, we see Johnny Gargano come up or on SmackDown, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Uh, because this is going to be a one-off. I don't see a feud happening here. 
So, uh, thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, anybody, throw it out there. I miss DIY. Oh, okay. I, 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 I miss I miss them. They should have been a lot more um, with them before they already started branching off. I mean, I mean, this was a hot tag team. Mm-hmm. I thought it was already going to be called up, uh, and, and because the tag team roster in in the, the tag team main roster is kind of a little shabby to me, right? Mm-hmm. And and DIY would have definitely been somebody uh, that that would have been a fresh team that you know we, they, you could see them I with, feel with the Usos. You could have seen them with. Um, the club, or or the revi- or even uh, working with the revival again. Just so many uh, dynamics. You could have keep using the word dynamic, but no, so, ma- so many so many things you could have um, done with DIY okay. right now. Before we saw the return of the Sicilian psychopath that so many fans of ROH have been used to for so long. I enjoyed that we, character we, honestly because we because I because I never would have saw Tommaso as a face anyway but <laughs> it was kind of interesting that you pair you paired up Champa with Gargano yeah. but they were so excellent together uh, real quick before I uh, kick it um, to somebody else kick you know, it. it was looking I was watching an old uh, YouTube with Tommaso um, on on I believe it was Smackdown and, uh, and he was the attorney uh, quote unquote attorney to uh, Muhammad Hassan. If you remember yes! that, if you remember that angle. Yes! I'm saying, to my, and and they said, and they posted it. I'm like, that's Tommaso. I'm like, wow. And like he one, he had air. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, I'm like, he Playing he looked he looked he looked look, look, look a whole lot like Don Callis. <laughs> you know he what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, wow. but, but yeah, that was Tommaso, man. So, but again, um, uh. Who knows where they're gonna go with uh, Gargano and Champa after this? And plus, you know, if Gar- if Gargano uh, gets called up, I hope he doesn't get lost uh, at in the all, shuffle, or, yeah, and, or already in the cruiserweight division uh, and, and, and staying right there. So. I feel you. Yep. Big fight, you guys. Anybody looking forward to it? Big fight, feel non-sanctioned. CM Funk. Uh, yeah, I mean, I. I I kind of agree with Doctor. I think uh, DIY would have been, you know, well served to be around a little bit longer as a team, sure, but. Yeah. But the two of these guys are really in their ideal roles as, you know, Tommaso is a heel and sure. Gargano is the underdog face. So, right. um, And, you know, there's nothing wrong with watching these two guys go one-on-one. Oh, man. So. And they got maybe, I'm thinking one shot. I'm honestly thinking they got one shot to do this. Um, Big Ugly, uh, I know you don't follow NXT as strongly, uh, but uh, do you see this, you know, the, the heel versus the baby face, as CM Punk said, um, do you see this as being a, a good fight to watch? Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, like you said, I, I haven't really been following. I just knew that Gargano had gotten fired and everything, but um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see Very it. good. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about what they have not necessarily announced yet, but I think that's on NXT television this week or next week. The ladder match for the brand new North yes. American NXT Championship. Yes, yeah. um, I'm excited about this. Here's an indie flavor, Doc. Here's there the indie showcase there right here. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Um, I think Adam Cole, even though I do believe he's in the Undisputed Era part of the tag team title match, I'm not sure. But EC3, yeah. um, Killian Dane, which I love this guy. Um, Lars Sullivan, I love him, everything he's doing. Ricochet, can't mm, yeah, can't uh, deny that. And uh, our boy, the Velveteen there Dream. There you go. I had to save him for last. There you go. I had to pop him last. My neighbor. <laughs> uh, i tell you what, and we know him very well, Doc. So uh, yeah. let's talk about this. First of all, a new title in NXT. They've had three titles for a long time. This is the fourth title. Um, 
one show a week pre-tape, one pay-per-view every six weeks. Do they warrant a fourth title? Does it make sense? I'm going to come to you in a second, Doc. Go mm -hmm. ahead, CM Funk. Yeah, I, I think so. I think you need... I mean, the NXT roster is deep enough where you actually have mid-card, in a sense. Or sure. Card. So... You need a mid-card title, I, I think, at this point. And, um, so this is sort of their answer to the Intercontinental I, I think slash so. U.S. Yeah, I mean, it's the North American uh, sure. title, So, um, which I believe was like an old NWA title or something at one time. But, sure. Uh, you know, I, I, I love it. I, I think, And I think the six competitors, competitors that you have in this match, mm -hmm. um, I you can't ask for a better dynamic and a better grouping. And um, I think it's a platform for EC3 and Ricochet to really set the stage for themselves in NXT at this point and sure. and they could easily both of them could easily vault themselves into the, you know, main event, you know, picture just from this one match, I think. Absolutely. And this one steals the show, Doc. What do you think? Oh man, I'm gonna tell you something. Uh if Dream doesn't win, we riot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course, of course I've been a fan as well as a friend of the Dreams. And my thing is right Love now Patrick. Love him. Yes. My thing is right now, um looking at how it was uh, definitely, definitely mandatory, if you will, or it was definitely necessary for another title to to be introduced in NXT. My thing is, this is the best time because you have so many guys, so many of our guys, Mikey, that mm -hmm. we see on. On, on this um, on this uh, on this match right here, yeah, yeah. this match right here. My thing is, you're looking at uh, somebody that may be well deserving of the NXT Championship itself, mm -hmm. but of course, um, they're keeping it on uh, a real good champion right now, sure, in Andrade. But yeah, um, right now, my yeah. thing right now is, you know, if there's somebody that you would think should be the next NXT champion. I think the step is in the right direction with the North American title. So Dream, of course, is my pick. <laughs> and nothing wrong with a good six-way ladder match. And just hopefully, and we talked about this big ugly a little earlier, everybody stay safe. I know they're going to get crazy in this match because this is a platform for a lot of them that they not necessarily had before. Um, and we got ladders involved. Uh, it's going to be... Yes, I had to step away for a sec, but Velveteen Dream is my man. That's what we got. Who do you see winning this match, CM Funk? Um, I would love to go and pick somebody else, but man, Velveteen Dream is over and is so Way fantastic, over. and yeah. he deserves to have a run with something you know, at this point. Out of all these guys, I think he's had the longest, I want to say, build in NXT, You know, being the superstar mm -hmm. of the year and kind of getting undershadowed at that point because mm -hmm. of everything else that's going on. I, I think Velveteen Dream is his time. Yeah, It's his time, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, well, even though, speaking of baby. Speaking <laughs> of baby. Uh, the Undisputed Era versus the Authors of Pain versus Roddy Strong and Pete Dunne, who is the UK champion yeah. right now. This match is a triple threat tag team match for the NXT Tag Team Championship and for the Dusty Rhodes uh, Memorial Classic or the Dusty Rhodes Trophy. So they've kind of incorporated this into a six-way tag uh, or a six-man tag. I, WWE is becoming very famous for adding a lot of people to a match uh, to give it more flavor, uh, you know, you got a couple of one-on-one -on -one main events at WrestleMania, which we're going to talk about. But um, I'm okay with all these teams. I mean, the Undisputed Era really has stepped up their game since they've been in the War Games match, since they were, um, you know, in this classic. I've loved the Authors of Pain ever since they started. Honestly, I think they're great. It's an interesting pairing with Roddy Strong and Pete Dung. I, I, I think this is 
we don't have something to do for you, so we're going to put you together, yeah. and we're going to make sure we feature you. <laughs> um, but what do you guys think? Six-man tag, uh, or, or just six, three teams, six people, what do you all think? Shoot. I have no opinion. Okay. <laughs> no opinion. Go ahead. I, I'll, be, I'll be honest. I I think uh, UE holds on to their, um, their title okay. uh, mm. just because Bobby Fish is out and Adam right. Cole is pulling double duty. So, right. Well, is um, he, though? That's the thing. That's I, why I didn't mention that, his that's, name. That's what I – the last thing I had seen was that Adam Cole was going to do double duty. Now, who knows? You're right. Maybe they bring somebody else in. Right. You know, or bring in a, a, bring but, in a ringer that we don't even know about right, yet, but, perhaps. But if, if Adam Cole does double duty, I, I can't see him losing in both matches as you know big as Adam Cole is. So okay. I think you wins authors of pain i think they're on their way up to the main roster sure. and like you said done and strong is just to give them something to do catch is perfectly fine by me true that doc uh same here with what cm funk said right now um the undisputed era is the hottest faction in nxt sure and the thing is right now um with the fact that it, the authors of pain you know they they had to grow on me, and they're, and they're still growing on me. I, I just they're still growing. They're yeah, big boys. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. I mean, I'm I'm just you know not not, not a fan of authors of pain. You know okay, what I mean uh, it's like it's not fair, it, but like, you know yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. glad I'm not alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, well, you know, it gets dirty and ugly on this podcast. That's why we get different people. So it's going to be a decent match. It is what it is. I mean, it's not the most thing I'm looking forward to on the card, but it'll be what it is. A lot of talent in that ring. I'll tell you that much. Um, let's talk about the women's championship. It is Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. Um, this was a great match at the last takeover. Uh, I'm excited to see it again. I'm not sure who wins this match, but I want to see the fight. Uh, throw it out there. Who's got it? Anybody? Yeah, maybe. Bueller. Maybe. Bueller. <laughs> maybe Shayna this time. I mean, we know we know he she got a win. I mean, we know Ember had already got a win over her. Sure. Um, at the last takeover, um, so this the this uh, either is going to be the um, the the one up, or mm-hmm. or Ember is going to retain, which is which would be interesting to see who would be next in line for Ember. But but um, I'll 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 go with Shayna on this one. Okay. I'm gonna go with Shayna. Ember Moon gets called up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, much, I think that's pretty the time. Much, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, Amber Moon definitely ready for the main roster. Um, she came up in one of the participants in the Royal Rumble as well, the women's, and she did a great job. Uh, she took a, an ass whipping the night before that, and she came up. Well, so did Adam Cole, baby. Baby. Um, but, uh, and, and Kyrie Sane, uh, not on this pay-per-view. I think she'll be in the women's battle royal probably uh-huh. in WrestleMania, but we'll get to that. Um, so, again, women's title match. Excited to see it. It's going to be fun. So, Andrade Cien Almas, who is a very deserving champion at this point. Mm-hmm. I love everything he's doing. He was working his uh, you-know-what off, putting guys over, getting up to that top spot. He absolutely deserves it. And he's going to be taking on Alistair Black, who mm-hmm. uh, was sort of the next coming as of last year. He's got a couple losses under his belt, but hasn't <clears> hurt him any. Um, so, what do we think about this? Uh, main event, NXT Championship, anybody? I'll, I'll be honest, like, Andrade, I was not sold on him when he won the title originally from Drew McIntyre. Really? I, I just, I just mm. was like, I, I didn't know where they were going with that. I thought, man, it's too soon to just throw it on him and all. And then, granted, McIntyre got hurt in that match, sure. so it probably might have changed things up. But yeah. his series of matches against Gargano mm. completely changed my mind about him. 
And then his work in the Royal Rumble match was, Unbelievable. I mean, after the the 35-minute main event that him and Gargano put on the night before, and he came out and went 40 minutes in the Rumble match, yep. was just unbelievable. So, huge fan of Almas now. I understand what he's about and everything. But um, Aleister Black, man, like, uh, this guy's got, got the gimmick, you know? He's, yeah. he's got that Undertaker-type feel and everything yeah, and all. Absolutely. And uh, it's his first crack <clears throat> at the uh, NXT title. I think him beating Amis doesn't hurt Amis, and it allows them to have a series of matches, you know, yeah. maybe over the next couple of months into the next TakeOver event. So Cool. Big Ugly? Um, I should start watching NXT. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I learned from this conversation. That's all right. So we, we talk about TakeOver once every couple months, so no big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, just, it's funny because I literally watch NXT just to see the Velveteen Dream. And then, so I watch that match and I'm like, okay. He's on okay. TakeOver. Yeah. So, but don't stop watching it after yeah. that match happens. So I, could, I think the latter match will probably be somewhere close to first. But uh, Doc, yeah, what do you think? I would, say, I would say CN gets called up as well. Okay. I mean, CN, CN is prime and, and prime. And ready for the main roster. I agree. Uh, I would. I would. I would say he could go to Raw. I would. You know, it would be easier to say SmackDown, but I. I, I think he got uh, a lot of mileage that he could pull off a run in, in, in Raw right now. So uh, we'll put we'll put it on Black because Black is um, he he's somebody that is that is hot right now, and he he and like uh, CM Funk just said, you know, he has that Undertaker presence right mm-hmm. now that's going on with him. So right now he's NXT's Undertaker, so I'll go with Black. Okay. I go with uh, Andrade to win the title, but I also agree with you. I think he goes up with the NXT title and shows mm-hmm. up on Raw or SmackDown, but then, of course, that title goes back and then they have some sort of tournament or something like that to lead into the next TakeOver. Mm-hmm. But I think he goes up as champion. SmackDown needs to help, just... SmackDown always needs to help. I tell you, the only thing they got going for them right now, we're going to talk about it on the main uh, WrestleMania card. Uh, the biggest thing that they got going for them right now is the Usos. But we're going to move into mm-hmm. that. Why don't we take one more small break mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and talk about WrestleMania? And yeah, you a little Vince there, in there. there. I feel you. Vinny uh, Mike. Vin- <laughs> I like that. That's going to be a new nickname. One of my 13 aliases. <laughs> Vinny Mike taking you into break. Damn it. Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. Yep. Thank you. 
And that was in time. Uh, one more time, my name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. Sitting here with CM Funk. And Dr. D, the Doctor of Devastation, the Almanac Information, the Mark of Excellence, and I'm always a mark for the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. We're gonna call him yep. Apollo Creed. He's got more names, and we're not gonna have you die in the fourth movie, but we're gonna have you uh, <laughs> tell you what. Um hey, that's uh hey. Hey, uh, okay. You know, let's go into this. We were talking offline. We try not to talk offline because we haven't talking online. By the way, we are uh, represented today by the sparkling ice of who makes this? What is this? Seagram's? Who uh, no, does this? Uh, sparkling ice. I think they're their own company. <laughs> they're their own company. Are it's they? just called sparkling know. ice. Sparkling I don't ice. see anything else yeah. on here. Kiwi, yeah. strawberry. But let me tell you guys something. Flavors. About sparkling ice. Sparkling ice is a great product if you want. A soda taste because it's carbonated mm. and it gives you that flavor, but it doesn't have all of the bad ingredients that like diet sodas have. Like, it's no aspartame in it, none of that other crap. I'm drinking so, a Diet Coke right now, and it came out of your fridge. Sparkling yeah. ice, you need to pay dirty ugly for this. Right, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people. So, need yeah, to it's pay a great substitute. Vitamin water needs to pay you know, too. If you're looking to not get sugar in your, your diet and not put all the other chemicals. Mm. Yeah. You remember uh, during the uh, Talladega Nights movie when uh, you know he was sitting there at the dinner table and they were talking and he was just like, mm. uh, I, just, I just made me think of that when he was he was saying the grace, Will Ferrell was saying the grace, and John C. Riley was sitting there going, mm. my red hot smoking wife Carly, mm. uh, man, out- unbelievable. Anyway, moving on. Tangents and tangents. Let's get to the main event of this podcast. We thank you all for listening with us so far. We appreciate you listening all the time. I'm not going to tell you where because I told you four times already. But you know where because you're listening to us right now on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. But WrestleMania. Uh, The big one, 34, I think. They started losing numbers after 30. So this is 34 in New Orleans at the Superdome for the second time in four years. And... I'm excited to see it. Uh, hopefully the ramp is not 84 yards long, or if it is, they do the um, video packages in the middle of when they're coming down, not when they're actually in the ring. Like, you know, get them coming out of the entrance, but when they're walking down to the ring, play the video package so it doesn't take away, and then we don't have 16 hours of WrestleMania. Um, or bring back the WrestleMania three carts. Yeah, three and six. And they six, used them right. in six, too. I don't mean to... Do this, guys, but of course, uh, when Raw is going on, my WWE, uh, <laughs> what are you my doing? WWE app is popping up, and Uh-oh. it already has given me uh, something. <laughs> uh oh, do we need to notice? Is this a spoiler? Do, do, do you want to know? Uh, I, I'm, sure. I'm not a big fan of spoilers. I mean, by the time it's, y'all it, listen to this podcast, hopefully it'll you'll have seen, already be on. But uh, already watched Raw. Do we need to know this right now before we talk about WrestleMania? What do you uh, think, Doc? I, I think you, I think you would. Okay, you would because it's because it's of course. Building up to the main event. Okay. Okay. Let's right. let's talk. This is a spoiler. So, all right. So, so just bring it. So uh oh. So Roman Reigns' suspension has been lifted. Well, but jeez. But the already injured big dog got even more brutalized just now by Brock Lesnar. Brock. So Brock was at the show, and uh, Brock brutalized... Uh, well, this just gives more of a Roman Reigns. Let's start at the top and work our way down, because we have no idea what the main event actually is at this show. So Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. Um, there wasn't a lot of interest in this match when it started, but I think the way they're building this with Roman Reigns shooting on everybody and getting suspended, and then Brock not showing up to work, and Vince getting involved in the angle... I'm a little excited to see it. I think it's only a one-off because Brock is probably out of here after this is over. 
This is all a ploy to get everybody to like Roman Reigns a little bit more and not hate him so much when he does win the title. Um, so Roman Reigns was suspended. His suspension has been lifted, as Doc said, but he got brutalized again by Brock Lesnar. So let's just throw it out here. Who does who thinks what about this match? What's happening and why? Go ahead. Yeah. So I mean, the main event is definitely just going to be Brock and Reigns, and I think Reigns. You is think gone. that's the last match of the show? The main event? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, and I think Reigns is going to get crowned king, king on that night. Okay. So he's going to win the championship again at WrestleMania in the main event again. Um, so what do you think? CM Funk? Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's going to be a clean one-on-one match. Um, clean? A uh, clean. Well, it's clean. Clean as, match. As, These as, people as, don't want to see a clean well, match. And as clean as Brock can actually be in a match, I don't know. You know that's happens, uh, but, that's rough. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think Reigns wins. Brock's gone. Yeah. I, everything, everything y'all said, I just repeat. I definitely were looking at Reigns to become champ. The twist that I'm still looking at from the back of my end, mm-hmm. even though we need to. Uh, somehow figure out how the shield would resume uh, their reunion. I still say that Roman Reigns will be the new Paul Heyman guy. I can dig that. I would actually really dig that. I thought Roman talking less. Well, even though he's getting better on the mic, Roman talking less and having a mouthpiece for him, Heyman could sell me on anything. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like that. We I need th- a new Paul Heyman guy. I think the match is going to go almost like the Brock and Goldberg match, where um, pretty much like, I think Brock is going to end up trying to take him to Suplex City, okay, and just slip up one time, almost like when Goldberg tried to spear Brock and he hit the turnbuckle, and that's going to like turn the tables, and then Reigns is going to be able to get the advantage on him. So we don't see a long, drawn-out wrestling mat classic. No, okay. not at all. Or do they repeat their last encounter yeah, at WrestleMania yeah. and Carmella cashes in against? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, wow. I think we're good. seeing that coming in the <laughs> WrestleMania weekend somewhere, but uh, I don't know about this match. Um, however, you, you know who really won that uh, women's Money in the Bank first? Our boy. Jimmy. Yeah. James Ellsworth. He James actually Ellsworth, won that match. The intergender champion. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shout out to Adrenaline Championship Wrestling this Saturday. Yeah, with absolutely. The, with the big time wrestling crew. Big time. I enjoy big time wrestling. Yep. Big time. That's a Peter Gabriel song. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know. Big time. A shout out. The good time. Good stuff. Good time. Flex Armstrong, the uh, longest reigning big time superstar ever, and he is a yep. he is a fun guy to work with. Yeah, Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, big time. Wasn't that the uh, theme at the last time they were at the Superdome? Uh, yeah, yeah, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. No, yeah, that I was uh, WrestleMania 22 in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, was it? Yeah. Big that time. Yeah, yeah, it was yes. You believe get, that? Get How do you remember this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I have a I have a collection where I watch every WrestleMania before I go to sleep at night, and I kind of leave it on as I fall asleep. So I got thirty five WrestleManias uh, or thirty three so far. So I watch them, and each WrestleMania is like two or three discs. So I got to start in January after I finish watching all the Royal Rumbles yeah. leading up to that, <laughs> and then I got I, I just leave it. So I see things. Right. I remember. <laughs> that's Not that's that I remember. That's the story. That's the thing. <laughs> but I'm pumping myself up for WrestleMania. I'm I'm at WrestleMania 25 now. Yeah, the 25th anniversary with the first Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Oh, that was the that was a good one, right? The really good one. They I mean, were they both were really good. good, but that one was 
Out of that Yeah, that was okay. Best WrestleMania match of all time. The return of the dragon, Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. Plugging him too. All Star Comic Con. Shout out to (laughs) the dragon. Will be with All Star Comic Con in in Virginia. Doc, all about plugging. Yes, I understand (laughs) you. I support. I support all my family. At the real Doctor D, and that's D O C T A. uh, D O C T A. Doctor D. Yep. I tell you what. Let's uh, jump right into the other championship match. AJ Styles defending the WWE Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura. Again, I don't like the verbal build to this match, but on paper, uh, these guys have faced themselves in Japan, each other, on the indie circuit. I mean, this can only be a classic when you watch it in the ring. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. I hope they let him go. I hope they, the handcuffs come off a little bit. Who has the championship after this match? I say AJ. Keeps it, and Shinsuke still is fighting up from underneath for the other things. Big Ugly, let's go around with you. Uh, I'm gonna actually say uh, I'm gonna say AJ keeps it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that I think that you're right. I don't think they're ready to put it on Shinsuke just yet. I think they're gonna have him still fighting for it for a little bit. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go AJ. CM Funk. You know, I have been back and forth in my mind as to who's gonna win this match, and I, I still really. Sorry. <laughs> 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 yes, you got it. Uh, that was it. No, yep. Uh, yep. Um, I, I still, I still don't know. To, to be perfectly honest, I really do not know. And I that's think. good when a wrestling fan doesn't exactly know what's gonna happen. You have been watching for so long, just like all of us have in different ways. When you don't. See it's, a ending. It's nice to ha- to have that kind of uh, feeling going into a match again, you know, because it's, yeah. it's a long time since we've had something. True, like that and I'm actually that. okay with whoever wins. I yeah. was just calling it just to basically de- flip a coin. De- de- definitely, yeah. I mean, I, 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 the only reason I would maybe lean somewhat towards Nakamura is because you know the Royal Rumble champ uh, winner almost always wins at WrestleMania. It's their moment, you know, that kind of thing. Sure. And Styles doesn't necessarily need to have the title, you know. Nakamura, I think, needs to have the title. If if I had to choose someone right now, that would kind of be where I would lean. But Doc, but. I'll stick with Shinsuke. Okay, I'll stick with Shinsuke. He need, like like Funk said, he needs that WrestleMania moment, and the fact that uh, somebody of his caliber that uh, you would have thought you would have saw one last year at SummerSlam against Jinder, mm. uh, you, you would definitely think that by now Shinsuke should have this run. Okay. And and also just no, real quick, sorry. Uh, Go sorry ahead. There, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, but um, AJ apparently is fighting a little bit of an injury over the last couple of weeks. He, uh, really? Yeah, he uh, didn't wrestle at, a, uh, I think, like two weekends ago. He didn't wrestle at any of the house shows. He was there, but cutting promos, but he didn't wrestle. Doc, he was in an eight-man last night. Yeah, he, he, yeah, worked. Then he, he, he pretty he pretty much uh, re- re- really did good. I mean, he was, you know, you wouldn't have noticed um, that he was hurt or that he wasn't doing anything that okay. AJ wasn't doing. In fact, he was pop-locking with the New Day. So, that was pretty, you know. <laughs> nice. You know, of the, course the, he the, was. The twerking and the pop-locking <laughs> AJ did. So, that that was pretty that was uh, pretty cool. But AJ, AJ looked great last night. Good. Okay. Yeah. See, I was kind of coming at it from a little bit of a political angle here. I have a hard time thinking that they're going to put the belt on Shinsuke right now, especially considering what we've been talking about, his inability to cut a promo. Yeah, because right? he's going to have to lead the company right, exactly. in social media, in yes. presentation, in being an ambassador. So exactly. I see yeah. your political I point. mean, this is the WWE Championship. I, I, and I, I think that I, I think that Oscar's going to win the title. I think that the, the title's going to change hands with Reigns and Lesnar. I feel like that the SmackDown Championship will be the one that stays. Okay. I don't think all three will change. 
Well, let's just jump right into it since you mentioned it. So you believe Asuka is going to defeat Charlotte, which is going to be another classic matchup. And I'm glad they're getting the one-on-one -on -one this time instead of the three, four, five, six-way women match. Both women get a chance to defend their title on a single stage, and I think all four women that are involved in this match deserve, or those two matches deserve everything. So let's just move around. Asuka, you feel? Yeah, I feel like Asuka's going to win it. That's I don't your know girl. She, I know. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to keep it though because I know Carmella has the money in the bank, and well, that that's where I see the the kind of the running in this match. I don't right. see Asuka losing her streak, but I see Carmella trying to cash in, but possibly failing. Uh, I okay. don't see Carmella. At the level, so you think of both these money two. in the banks are going to fail? If, this if, time, if right? I if I can interject, you, go ahead. If I can Doc. interject um, because I wanted to talk about Carmella. Who's to say Carmella won't cash it in on either Nia or Alexa? It, that, right, exactly. At this point, with true. the I forgot about with that. the upcoming uh, superstar uh, shake, up. shake up, yeah. Um, who's to say that Carmella would not already jump to the Raw roster? Nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't say which title she can true. go up against. Right. I just feel like this is the match <laughs> that I, I wouldn't want to see either one of these women lose, Charlotte or Asuka. This is another one I can't call, but I don't want to. I want to be in that match watching it and seeing I don't know who's going to win. You know what I'm feeling? Um, so to finish your point there, Doc, what do you yeah. think in this match? Asuka, Charlotte? Um, I'm, I'm sticking with Asuka. Uh, I don't want to... See um, the streak. I don't want to see the streak end, but yet you know Charlotte could get it back. Charlotte could get it back anytime she wants. True that. Charlotte can can, can do that. Yeah. CM Funk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I agree with Doc here. Um, Oscar, I think wins this. It sets up matches with her and Charlotte for the next you know year and a half, pretty much at every <laughs> pay per view. Yeah. Uh, going forward. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's there's no reason for Asuka to lose this match and, and end the streak. And, I mean, it just completely defeats all purpose. And I don't think, to get back to the Carmella thing, I actually don't think she cashes in or even attempts to cash in at all during WrestleMania in either match. I think they let Maybe both, Raw or SmackDown to be Yeah, maybe on then, then one of the next nights and all. But I, I think they let, because these two matches, to your point, um, uh, Dirty is... Yeah. The, these two, these four women have worked their rear ends off Absolutely. to be the main event of each of their brand for the women's title. Yeah. And they need to just let them be one-on-one -on -one matches and let them go. So. I, I agree. I'd love to see it clean, uh, both of them. But you never know with WrestleMania uh, and, and the way to build stories. I, I believe Asuka, I would love to see her win. I would love to see the, see the streak continue. Uh, to Doc's point, Charlotte can get it anytime she wants. No pun intended. But, uh, you know, <laughs> sorry about that. It's dirty. That was dirty. That was dirty. <laughs> it's dirty. Absolutely. It's ugly. Yes. I'll tell you what. Um but I, I do feel that there could be a, a little bit of a surprise element. Not that it needs it, uh, but to your point, and as we said, all four, uh, Asuka, Charlotte, Alexa Bliss especially, my God, what a talent, and Nia Jax, you know, that's just basically showing any size, any woman, any time can do anything that they want. Uh, and this big women, women's revolution, evolution, they've got all different shapes, sizes, colors, uh, you know, nationalities, they got all different women representing. Mm -hmm. and, and with the Battle Royal, it's even going to be even bigger than that. So, and then on the other show, you know, you got Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler. So you've got different styles, different types everywhere. And they're one on one too for the NXT women's title. So I love the fact that they're being featured and they deserve it. And I got to go with Asuka. And let's just jump right over into the other one Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. 
I believe Alexa can have it anytime she wants. She does not necessarily need the title, but she can fight for it, and she's got that personality. Give it to Nia Jax. Let Nia Jax have it. I feel you. Come on. I, I think Alexa Bliss retains due to interference from Mickey James. Really? Yeah. So you think that that they're gonna let that go a little bit? That, yeah. That whole Alexa Mickey. Thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like they're gonna let it go a little bit. I feel like they're gonna pretty much start setting up a bigger feud between Nia and uh, Alexa Bliss. Oh, okay. Um, that that has traction. Those two are best friends, like in for real. Right. They, they can go for a while. Yeah. That's okay. What I, I, Funk. I I I think. Um, I guess I think I'd like to see Nia win, but, you know, it's another one. I don't know that I'm completely sold that she wins this. I think, uh, you know, it, to your point there, um, Big Ugly, like, I mean, it would they could easily continue this feud going forward with Nia losing here, to, you know, at WrestleMania. Because so, you can tell they're trying to tell, turn her face. Yeah, bit. exactly. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, and she's over with the, with the fans. I right. mean, there's no question. So, um you know, I, I think I want to see Nia win, but I don't necessarily think I'm sold on her necessarily winning it. So, Doc? I would like to see Nia win, too. Here's my thing uh, to tie in what CM Funk said. Nia had to grow on me for a lot of ways. One, of course, she's a part of the Samoan dynasty. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know. Uh, she had my, to earn it. My, 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 yeah, exactly. Because my concern was uh, the fact that um, how fast were they pushing her, yep. number one. And number two, we know Nia is very, very gorgeous. But that's the thing. We, we If we know uh, from history that Samoans weren't, uh, quote, unquote, uh, pretty, but more so the <laughs> ugly. He pointed at big ugly when he did that, you know. But my thing is, uh, all, all seriousness, though, I always wanted to see um, if they were going to really uh, push uh, Nia in that uh, direction, uh, in that Samoan lineage. I would love to have seen her as a female Umaga. And okay. Because, because Nia was built to be that monster, you know. And, of course, um, we haven't had that monster in a while since Awesome Khan slash uh, Karma sure. uh, wasn't. Uh, wasn't around, uh, but the thing was, I was looking for Anaya to really be that next monster. But we're seeing the feminine side and mm-hmm. and so forth, and and that's cool. You know, it's going along real well with the storyline. Uh, the thing that's so ironic here, though, is when I'm seeing uh, someone like uh, Mickey, who you and I, n- you and I uh, also very know, well, know, v- very well. You saw a two CM. You know, I got my, the my, my, my thing is, my it. thing is uh, looking at. <laughs> Looking at how uh, Mickey is playing up to this mean girl role, uh, and I'm like, wait a minute, isn't this the same person that was being bullied, if you will, by Lay Cool? Yes. In, in the same in the in the same kind of story, right? You know, to see to see Mickey, you know, you know, uh, taking a backseat of Alexa, I get it, but you know, to me, that's not Mickey right now. You know? Okay. To me, that's not Mickey, you know, but but nevertheless, nevertheless, I'm sticking with Nia. Okay, so kind of a torn on both sides here. Again, that's going to be a good match. I'm I'm okay with whoever wins. Uh, does Carmella do something at WrestleMania? Maybe, maybe not. Um, most of the Money in the Bank stuff has happened after WrestleMania has been over. So uh, on the Raw or the SmackDown. So um, I'll tell you what, uh, I feel you. Uh, let's uh, jump down the card a little bit. Uh, John Cena happens to be on Hulu right now, cutting half of his promo. So uh, it's not official as of the time that we're talking on this podcast, but it's more than likely going to happen. John Cena, Undertaker. I know we've talked about this at nauseum. We're not exactly excited about the Undertaker coming back and actually working a match, working a, uh, a program, if you will. 
But uh, let's just go around the table real quick. Big, ugly, John Cena or Undertaker? Uh, I'm going to call uh, Taker. And, I mean, I'm only excited to see him ride the bike down. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. But, We're uh, pretty much all sold that he's going to be the American badass riding the bike down. Yeah, but, uh, I mean... I would hope he wouldn't lose for two years in a row. Like, right. you know, yeah. he lost the reins last year. So, I think Taker goes over. So, I'm, I'm the biggest Taker fan and the you biggest sure Cena hater that, <laughs> that possibly could be. I see this coming. Um, Swerve. How, however, I, I think Cena wins, and I think his promo, Cena's promo work leading into this has been some of the best that he's had a chance to do in a long time. So uh, Amen. So, I, I've got no problem. Whatever. Whoever wins, fine. But, yeah. Yup. Yep. <laughs> Doc, too little, too late. This should have been WrestleMania 30. Amen. This should have been <laughs> Cena ending the streak. Yes. Like Hogan and Andre. Absolutely. So right now, who pretty much cares? It's, it's, just, a, it's, <laughs> right. just, it's just a novelty match. It is. It's, it's, it, it, that's exactly what it is. If Cena wins, okay. If Undertaker wins, even better right now. <laughs> but but just a novelty. Just a novelty match. So Okay. Know. So whatever happens, that, that's happens. their novelty match. Whoever made a return, or whoever, or whoever else make uh, a surprise uh, for Mania to do a do a quick one minute. Uh, sure, in the ring, absolutely. Triple H and Stephanie, mixed tag team versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. As we see, uh, Triple H, you know, is past his prime but he still can get in there perform Kurt Angle we talked about this earlier he's not at his prime he's not at his best ring shape um, Stephanie can work yeah, she can play the gimmick and work it and talk all day long Rhonda training in the performance center to be in that role all four of these people to help each other out and protect each other a novelty match a gimmick match if you will but uh, I do see Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey winning how do they have Ronda Rousey lose her first match in WWE yeah. uh, anybody disagree with this no. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be what it's going to be. It's going to be the entrances. It's going to be. It's not going to be the work in the ring. That's where the main events are. And actually, the gimmicks are in the middle. So yeah, there you go. I'm okay with this. Um, Miz defending the Intercontinental Championship against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Here's three fantastic workers. Yes. I see the Demon entrance finally for Finn at WrestleMania. I see the Miz winning and continuing on to be the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. Finally. Um, uh, but I see this being a great vehicle for Seth and Finn uh, to move forward. When, and when Dean Ambrose come back, I think he turns heel. He gets involved in this whole thing. And Miz leaves for the birth of his child shortly after his intercontinental reign has toppled. Anybody else? Who's got it? Miz? Miz? Miz, Miz, definitely. Miz? Miz. Best Miz. talker in the business. Yeah, right Miz. And, and, and Miz deserves everything he gets in the spotlight at WrestleMania. So happy about him. Yep. Um, yep. We talked about the women's <laughs> Wait battle. Wait a minute, but Go ahead. I mean, he is going to go away. He is, but not yet. Okay. He's going to be sort of that part-time guy, I think, while the, the baby is born and, and for whatever. Makes but sense, yeah. Maurice understands, you know, how this business works, too, his wife. And he's got to still stay involved. <clears throat> I just Quick tangent. Go ahead. And we kind of talked about this before. Do it. They've, uh, I'm not the, the, the demon thing, yeah. right? We've got to like merge it somehow because he just randomly shows up as a demon and right. there's no rhyme or reason to it. So it's like, you know, back in the day, he would always do it on any, any NXT TakeOver event. He sure. was a demon. But now it's like, well, he's not doing it every pay-per-view. But at the same time, WrestleMania is coming up and I don't see any talk about the demon or, you know, I feel like he's just going to show up as a demon. And it's just like, all right, so is there supposed to be something more to this demon character or is this just a man putting on paint? 
you know. <laughs> I, I think it's a specialty thing. I think it's it's a WrestleMania thing. And I think maybe we don't see it yet because we're still you know a couple weeks out from WrestleMania from here. True. But I think they they're, they're going to focus right now. The focus is on the Miz. Then they'll have the focus on Balor for one week on Raw. Then they'll have the focus on. The Seth Rollins the one week so they'll all have a decent push going into Wrestlemania but these three guys all of them fantastic workers uh, they can protect each other they can take care of each other in this match I don't know if it's going to steal the show but it's definitely going to be one to watch I'm excited um, women's battle royal we talked about that so basically most of the women that we don't see in the main events um, which are only two you know four women total in the main events and there's no other women's match on the card at this point every other woman is probably going to be in this battle royal and they're all honored, honored to be it's a wrestlemania battle royal it's a featured att attraction have no idea who's going to win that or what sasha oh you feel sasha anybody sasha, sasha. becky lynch okay i know you're a becky lynch mark how about you i don't know man <laughs> I, I really don't yeah I don't know. It's a hard one. I'm okay with. I mean, I'm okay with either one of those choices, but I would love to see whoever wins this match actually get a push instead of just Mojo Raleigh falling off the mat. <laughs> yeah, uh, I say Sasha, and also in addition, she. I would say she would be next to join the SmackDown roster. There you go, go to go against Oscar. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I would call I somebody new, like an Ember Moon, if she was in it. Yeah, well, I yeah. Think, I think the Sasha thing all depends on what they do with Sasha and Bailey if they have them yeah. in a one-on-one yeah. match and all. Well, right. yeah, because they might they might be leading up to this. We don't have this announced yet, but yeah. they deserve a one-on-one platform at WrestleMania. They could dig it. I would still love to see a last woman standing match. I'm still pulling mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. That'll be pretty. Um, That'll happen. So you got the women's battle royal. You got the Andre the Giant Memorial battle royal, which basically I don't want to say it's a dumping ground because. It technically is for everybody that doesn't have a spot, but you can't put everybody in a main event spot on one show. You just, you just can't do it. No matter if it's a pre-show for two hours or a real show for four and a half, at least this, I love this gives a platform for somebody, for them to come down and do something at WrestleMania. Right. Love both of the ideas, both of these matches. I don't see too many people getting left out. Yeah, I think uh, Apollo Crews I'm Apollo take him for the uh, mm -hmm. battle royal, and then take the trophy to the Titus Worldwide, and Whoa, you know, yeah, 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 thank you. <laughs> yeah, now one of his athletes has won the thing. I oh, think okay. I think it'll work good with their the one and only uh, Apollo Cruz is a guest on our podcast. C R U Z. Oh yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, Apollo. Yeah, yeah, it's just Apollo. He's now, just Apollo. Right, yeah, yeah. Apollo. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, we do have Braun Strowman challenging for the Raw Tag Team Championships against Sheamus and Cesaro. The Bar. Uh, it hasn't happened yet by the time we've watched this podcast, but my call is that Elias uh, becomes his partner because they have been fighting each other for so long, and Elias deserves that main event. Uh, you know, that main spotlight at WrestleMania. I don't see him being just left into the Battle Royal. I, I see Elias and Braun, and I see them winning to have the opposites attract kind of deal because Sheamus is on his way out anyway, I think, for a little while or permanently. Yeah. Um, he's got a lot of bad uh, issues going on, and, and Cesaro just can't carry it all the time. I mean, Sheamus is awesome. Love him. But uh, anybody else got some opinions on this? While we this is we got the go-home sign, so we're going to keep going, but wrap it up. Go ahead. Uh, you know what? I'm glad you had said that because I wasn't sure who was going to be uh, Braun's partner. I, I'm really not liking how they're having Braun uh, a little stagnant with putting him in this tag team role. Yeah. You know, right now. Uh, but uh, I, I love Elias. Me too. I love Elias. I want to walk with him. They, uh, <laughs> all by yourself, pal. All well. by yourself. But, yeah. CM, 
I think I, I've actually enjoyed the Braun Strowman angle um, in this. I think it's something different and fun. And I think I think Braun Strowman <laughs> wins, whether it's by himself or with Tat, with Elias or with some other mystery partner. So yeah. sure, I agree with. Doc, I feel like Braun Strowman is kind of bigger than this right now. Absolutely. I would have rather preferred to see him in that title picture, um, you know, with Reigns and Lesnar. But um, I, Stone Cold Dude Love, kind of. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but I, I think it'd be pretty intriguing if Braun does it by himself. Yeah, um, it'd be more intriguing thinking. to me to see that than to have him partner with Elias. But um, I mean, the whole opposite thing was kind of like the Sheamus and Cesaro thing. You know, they were yeah. going at it for a while, and then right. they got put right. together. So it kind of be repeating that. But sure, um, I mean, it's still be cool. I'm a fan of Elias and Strowman. So very good. And uh, we haven't seen it yet on SmackDown, but it's coming soon. We got the Usos probably engaged with the New Day, probably engaged with the Bludgeon Brothers as well. Yeah. Uh, I see a three way or maybe a four way happening. I don't know. Uh, you know, who else is going to get involved in that? But uh, I love what. This feud is done. I think we've kind of underplayed. We talked about it on a lot of other podcasts, but uh, Usos have been stealing the show at almost every. They deserve a match on WrestleMania. It needs to be on the main card, not on the pre-show. Um, and uh, I, I think dude, Usos, they're getting a pre-show treatment. No, <laughs> yeah, they're getting no. A pre-show treatment, they've talked man. about it in so right. many promos. They right. can't. They, at this already, point. Right, they're already <laughs> shooting on it. They can't do it. Like to them, yeah. They, if they do it to them this time, I say they all quit. Right. Like they all just uh, in WrestleMania, they all come down. Right. to like, I quit. Right, Usos on the pre-show, we riot. Exactly, one hundred percent. And I say the uh, the Usos win. Um, I just think the Usos get that main event WrestleMania moment. I, I, I think mean, I think the Bludgeon Brothers win just to uh, inject some new life into the uh, tag team scene in SmackDown. So I, I'm not sold on them. Like they're, they're like authors of pain for me. I'm just I'm just not go. sold on there them. There you go, Eric. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. devastating. Man, the dock of devastation. But I tell you yeah. what, it's uh, it's not. Full yet. I mean, it's just there to inject life into the Usos in a new day. Right. Right. Um, but also, it's going to be great. I'm excited about it. And then we also have um, Randy Orton defending his newly won U.S. championship against Bobby Roode and Jinder Mahal. Uh, CM Funk was waiting for me to say that. The modern day Maharaja. Um, I honestly am not. This is a pre-show match to me right now. Yes. Uh, yes. I, yeah. can, can, yes. Can you believe that Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton, who were main eventing every SmackDown pay-per-view for almost the entire <laughs> year last year, are now going to be on the pre-show <laughs> for the United States title? And Bobby Roode I was the TNA it. world right. champion for a couple years right. before this. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I, love I mean, it. they're going to be on the WrestleMania card, but they this, this is a pre-show match, and I think... I, I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, I love just, all three guys. Just, just go with Ginger. Let's yeah, just I'll take Ginger. When in doubt, go with Ginger. Where's when, the other Singh brother? Is he injured or something? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. So they have him out. And one more that I know about, the Cruiserweight Championship final. Oh, right. um, we got Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. Unfortunately, this is another pre-show match in my opinion. Um and it, whatever Cedric Alexander <laughs> go ahead I love them both I love the 205 Live love what they're doing Rockstar Spud's out there doing his thing as the uh, the general manager but uh, yeah, just pick one pick one Cedric of course Cedric I mean, we gotta go it with Cedric it would've been a better feel if it was Cedric and Drew I agree and, 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 and Drew Gulak yeah and that's and one that's been getting a nice little push for a while but, so but but hands down it, it, it was supposed to have been Cedric's all along since we know what happened with Enzo so so Sendrick needs that WrestleMania moment. Absolutely. So, uh, this podcast, we appreciate you listening. Oh, well, we, uh, go we didn't ahead. talk about uh, Shane and Daniel Bryan. Well, you know, we kind of touched on that earlier when we touched yeah. on Daniel Bryan, but do we feel this is a tag team match waiting to happen? Shane and Daniel versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Do we feel like that's where this is going? That's where it's going, and Shane and Bryan take it. 
And I say they turn on each other. I'd say Shane I, turns. How about you? I, 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 th- I think Shane and uh, Daniel turn on each other and leads to matches down the road. Absolutely. Uh, that's the same thing. I like the same thing. I feel you. So, yeah, we kind of touched on that earlier. But uh, WrestleMania, there could be more matches. There could be uh, a lot of things happening. We could have more people inge- uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. We're going to find out who uh, is going to be inducting everybody. But in a couple of weeks here, we're going to come back and we're going to do a WrestleMania wrap-up show. Uh, we're going to talk about... You know what happened at the Hall of Fame? If anything, you know, special. We're watching Hillbilly Jim right now. And uh, oh, he's a big dude. Dude, he yeah. is he's six like ten. Yeah, the pleasure. Six, he's taller than Hogan. Yeah. He was, you had the pleasure. Very, yeah, absolutely. Very nice guy. He, he was um, when the Access used to have their tours. Yeah, and, you know, so he was running he was, the uh, the action figure booth. I think. Yeah, for yes, a while. he was. Yes, he was. I remember those little action figures, man. I was a big fan. <laughs> uh, I still am. I still got them in my in the mansion 1.0. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, <laughs> But share this podcast if you're looking forward to WrestleMania, if you're going to be watching WrestleMania, you know, sometime on the network for $9.99. I don't care when. Get your free month now. Um, you know, listen to this podcast. Share it. Get it out there. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're, we're, of course, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And eventually, maybe, Podcast, podcast one. 1. But never Hulu. No, uh, we don't want you to listen to half of our podcast. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, we appreciate everybody that listens to our podcast in part or in full. Uh, thank you, CM Funk, for coming out. We you appreciate you. Uh, thank you, Doc, for making the trip down. Um, Doc, if you could plug your shit up. Uh, sorry. Good Lord. <laughs> See, I'm getting there. Plug your sh- it was dirty and ugly. Plug yourself one more time. Talk about the new TV show. Talk about everybody where people can find you. Talk about it, Doc. On Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Google. It's at the T-H-E. Real Dr. D, D-O-C-T-A-D. And Dr. D's Wrestling Showcase will debut sometime next week. I haven't got the dates yet, but next week on on DCTV, uh, District of Columbia's Public Access TV station. And, of course, if, you don't, if you're not in D.C. or if you don't have DCTV on your uh, cable uh, provider, then always go to www.dctv.org and you can watch it there. Absolutely. End of story. <laughs> he said, hashtag end of story. And we're going to be tagging Doc and all of this and, and everything on Facebook, and we appreciate you. We got Thank this you, nice Mikey. little picture. Thank you, D-squared, in the house. All right, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And uh, I wanted one final 60-second tangent. We're talking about public television. I want to just tell you something about Mr. Rogers. All right? This is yes. a real tangent. <laughs> this documentary is going to be awesome. The, the, yeah, the documentary uh, is uh, out, I think, on WETA television, and I think it's on uh, public television. Television with right now, and I, I was watching it. It just pulled at my heartstrings, man. I used to watch this when I was a kid, but man, Fred uh-huh. Rogers was real. That's a it shoot was. right there, <laughs> Fred <laughs> Rogers. And let me tell you something. He they, they talked about a lot of stuff on Mister Rogers that I didn't even realize when I was growing up made an impact on me. But uh, Tom Hanks is supposed to be playing him in the upcoming biopic or whatever it's going to be coming out in 2019. Um, so, Mr. Rogers, let's put it over. Watch it, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I even got a DVR, man. Like you do, I you, and this is something real for CM Funk to DVR anything. Um, he's had it for years, and he's always said he never watched SmackDown. I said, why don't you put that on the DVR? He's like, nah, man, I, I can't, man. I don't SmackDown. Want it. It's SmackDown. But all right, so yeah, big tangent at the end, Mr. Rogers. But thank you, Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast listeners. We will be back, and we are on our way to our. 50th episode, which should be later in May. We're going to announce the date. We're going to announce the time. Facebook Live, all over. All the guests can come back and be on the show, call into the show. Uh, you know, Facebook Live, we're going to be able to comment, ask questions. It's going to be a big question and answer period. It's going to be great. Da, 
Uh, t oh, oh, I'm so excited. WrestleMania coming up. Big Ugly, what do you have for us to tight a bow on this podcast? Man, I, I don't have any more tangents, man. That's it? Yeah, that's it. We okay for now? We're good. All right. It's a good note to end on, Mr. Rogers. But no, Sam Fong got yeah, one. Yeah, I got, I got one. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, just a quick reminder to um, help control the pet population. <laughs> and please have your pet spayed or neutered. That's for the <laughs> Hall of Fame right, next year in the WWE uh, after Cindy Lauper, of course. Yep. But uh, Bob Barker, I'm telling you. Thank you, uh, Bob, uh, for that. And uh, we appreciate all of our... Uh, Quote unquote sponsors Burger Cookies, B E R G E R, Vitamin Water, Sparkling Ice, Diet Coke, Burger King, and Pancakes. Um, thank you so much. Let's do what we always do. Three, two, one, deuces. deuces. And that means we out.